The following views expressed are those of the speakers and do not represent the views of DOD Arts Components. Pay attention because you are now listening to Permission to Speak Freely. 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 And then we got these sound effects. I always, it's always weird with the sound effects because whenever I try to use them, it seemed like they don't happen on time. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you got to like stall it out. You'd be like, hey, yeah, uh, yeah, we like to congratulate. Uh, and then like, like right now, like, like they got it, like they got it. <laughs> you know what I'm they gotta come. They gotta come, and now right. be coming. Now be coming on times, and, and sometimes it mess up. You know the flow of the conversation. But Are you pressing it here, on time? Yeah, yeah. I've been pressing. I'm, I'll tell you. I, look, I'm look. I pressed it. See, it was like a. It was like a. It was like a little delay, right? So yeah. Riverside, right? That's that's where we record. Riverside, get that right. Please get that right. Please, please get that right. Before we get started, too crazy. Um, if y'all could tell, Damon's not here. Uh, it's Tish and I. But before we get started too crazy, I do want to say that on our last episode, we had a conversation. Well, I'm not going to call it a conversation. On our last episode, diversity came up and a, a, a point of dialogue that we were having. And basically, I like to say for, from us, for, for me and Damon, that we agree diversity is not bullshit. That wasn't our opinion. Um, so we did have a guest on and that was something that they said. And then uh, he had some points in which he was uh, attempting to back that up. If it wasn't obvious that we didn't agree with that um, through our episode, when we talk, when we get on here next week, we are going to talk about, you know, our, like our thoughts on diversity and what we think about all of that stuff. But if you didn't know, we didn't agree. <laughs> like, 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 you know, we listened to the uh, episode and we thought it was clear. Um, but we did not agree on that. Teach, did you let you listen to the episode? Right? I did. I did. I felt like it was pretty clear that y'all didn't agree. I think you even said, I don't agree. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we talked about agreeing and disagree and stuff. But hey, we got a very diverse audience and we respect that. So we got people that uh lean that lean on the side that, you know, whatever side that Mongo was talking about, about things starting at the core values and starting at places like that. And we got a lot of people that don't. Um, mm. To be clear, we don't. You know, um, we some of that stuff that he said, we understand, you know, but uh, we would never package the conversation into a diversity is bullshit container. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So right. I definitely, you know, want to say that. And still shout out to um, Damon, who's not here right now. Uh, he made Master Chief. Right, hey. Damon made Master Chief. Hey, hey, like I said though, in case y'all didn't hear it, when Damon come back, we gonna talk about that. We can't, we can't get too into it because Damon's not here. So we want to kind of talk about it and like what diversity means to us and and that and that conversation, cool conversation. Uh, no, is is not gonna be no nothing against Mongo in that conversation or nothing like that. We just kind of gonna kind of talk about what diversity uh, means to us. Um, but yeah, he made Master Chief. So now he just got to wait and be confused like every other person. <laughs> <laughs> that made Master Chief, right? So that's what, you know. Congratulations, you made it. But you can't do yeah, nothing now, yet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> now you, you made it wait. now. Uh, it's like our clapping sound effect. Like, it's right. Like, wow. Like, like, but um, 
so he made Master Chief and a bunch of people did, right? And it's a bunch of different situations that they in. Like some people, they got command boards coming up. They, they thought they were going for command senior chief. They got, uh, they leaving. They got family in certain places, like kids in high school that they might not want to leave. Some people like Damon put their fleet reserve uh, papers in. You know, that's a lot mm-hmm. of audience. It's a lot of people hitting, hitting us up. Um, and when I say us, I'm talking about PTSF and they saying like, what, what Damon going to do? What Damon going to do? So we'll see next week. You know, we'll see next week. It's yeah. funny. Do you think he'll, you know, he's going to have an answer next week of what he wants to do? He's going to have an answer for something. He's going to have an answer <laughs> for something. Because you know that's, a, that's, a that's a big decision. And I don't know yeah, if, yeah. if it's going to be a week is going to be long enough for him to process it. But he can at least Damon tell us where is, his thoughts is if he hasn't figured it out. But I'm putting my money on him staying in. He's staying in. Damon, the type of dude that he's going to feel like he left something on the table if yeah. he don't stay in. Right. So yeah. he, he's staying in, right? That that this I wasn't attempting to talk about this, but it made me think like we had an EM2 when I was at when I owe my first ship, right? And he was uh he was too big, you know, he weighed too much, you know uh-huh. what I mean? So he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't passing away. And, and uh they gave him a they gave him some opportunity. I don't know what it was, but at first he thought he was gonna get kicked out. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So he's like, man, fuck the Navy. Like this, you know, like <laughs> I'm done with this, like this ain't it, like it's probably my time to go and all this. Right. And then they was like, they gave him opportunity. I don't know what this is. Somebody, one of the listeners that been in for a while might know, mm-hmm. but he pretty much went TAD somewhere to just work out and lose weight. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what this is. Like, but this really happened. Like, I ain't making this shit up. He wow. went TAD somewhere to work out and lose weight. Right. So, you know, he went to, he came back, you know, and I'm like, yo, you still like, is, is it still fucked the Navy? Like, you still, you know, <laughs> he changed his whole tune. You know what I mean? He changed his whole tune. What? He stayed in because he lost the weight. So he stayed yeah, in. He so he's like, nah. Too. He stayed in. He's like, nah, yeah, I'm like, yo, you, yeah, you was capping. Like, you never was, you, yep. the only reason why you said you ain't want to be in is because the Navy was about to kick, kick your you ass out. Kick you out. Yup. And a lot of people do that. In Damon's case, though, I don't think it's that. I really think like it took, it took Damon a whole lot to come to terms with me and Damon had a whole lot of conversations off of the off the podcast. And it took Damon a whole lot to kind of even come to terms with the fact that, yo, this might be it for me. You know, yeah. um, I, I'm I had to get out, you know, um, as, as much as we care about the sellers and we care about all of that stuff. A lot of people that enlist, they look at, you know, Master Chief as the pinnacle of their career. Uh, so I know it's something that they're happy about. But like we said, hurry up and wait now. It's time to wait and see what the hell happens. And that's 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 the Navy. Theory versus execution, yeah. right? <laughs> you know, because we, right. we came here, we talked about it before. It sounded like a good idea. Like, yo, we could weed out. <laughs> you know, we could this, this, that. We could weed. <laughs> that was like it happened. And like everybody kind of confused. Everybody's like. <laughs> like, what the, like, what the hell are we about to do? Now what? Yeah. What the hell are we about to do <laughs> And then, um, not to be undone by Damon, you know what I mean? I have an announcement of my own to make. You know what I mean? So I'm a couple. I wasn't gonna let David come over here and get all the glory, man. <laughs> get all the shine. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also gonna be your. Uh, it's gonna be your. Like you're gonna have had. I think you're gonna have had retired already. The next time we talk. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. By then, I would have had my ceremony. Yeah. So it'll be we, dun dun dun. Yeah. And we're gonna get into a lot of that this week. Um, a lot of that. That's pretty much for the majority of what we what we gonna talk about. Before we do though, it is Memorial Day weekend. Um, 
And I don't know when this episode is going to come out. It might come out on Memorial Day weekend and it, or it might come out a regular Monday like normal. But it is Memorial Day weekend. And we can't progress into the Memorial Day weekend without talking about what Memorial Day is all about. And that's right. about honoring our fallen soldiers, honoring people who died while serving in the military. That's what Memorial Day is all right. about. Um, you got any like anything else you want to add to that definition of Memorial Day? Yeah. Um, as I'm coming up on my ceremony, there's a number of people who I've served with that have, you know, that have died. And so, yeah, I just want to honor them during this uh, Memorial Day as well. Yeah. Like the ones that I personally know. And that I still, you know, have a relationship with their families and stuff like that. So, yeah, we lost. Yeah, while we having the cookouts and stuff like that, it's like take some time and think about what the purpose of this season is and what the weekend is is really about. Yeah, it ain't all about cookouts, right? It ain't all about right. the barbecue, the ribs. It ain't all about all that. You know what I'm saying? I'm probably I'm I'm low key hating a little bit too because. I stopped eating meat, man. I, I drove uh-huh, past. Uh huh. Yeah, I drove past a barbecue uh, spot the other day, and the smoke coming out them smokestacks. I was like, "This day, I bet you smelled it before you <laughs> got to smoke it." Smoke coming out them stacks, man. <laughs> I said, "Yeah, I might cheat this weekend, man." You know what I mean? For the listener's <laughs> sake. For the listener's sake. Yes, I'm pretty much pescatarian. I am pretty much pescatarian. However, I I have not set a hard rule that I won't ever eat meat no more. So if you, if you out, you see me out, right? If you see me, if you see me out and I'm eating, I haven't ate meat in a very long time. Y'all know about the bacon. Y'all don't know about the lumpia, right? And I ain't even gonna get into no. it, right? I ain't gonna get into the two pieces of lumpia Aww. that I had during um, Office Workers Appreciation Day. What, what? Administrative mm. Workers Appreciation Day? Oh, yeah. Administrative Appreciation Yeah. So I did have two pieces of lumpia. I ain't talked to y'all about that, right? But if you see me out, right, I'm about to be in Norfolk. If you see me out in Norfolk, Feather and Finn are one of those places, right? You see me eating like, <laughs> <laughs> like four wings or something. Do not judge me. Like, like, don't, <laughs> don't say I'm a fraud. Just make yeah, it count. Yeah, yeah, like, that'd be the, like, that'd be the thing, like, you know, like I, I, th- I thought we was gonna get in bad trouble from uh, last episode. It wasn't as bad as mm-hmm. you know I thought it was gonna be. But um, to to get caught out eating fucking chicken, <laughs> and people like yo, this dude, a fraud. oh yeah, <laughs> like he getting they will let here. you have it. <laughs> yeah, he getting out here talking <laughs> his navy stuff, man. He a fraud, man. We saw him eating chicken, man. <laughs> so um, they will let you. Yeah, have so it I'm gonna do good. Sure. This, I'm gonna do good this uh this Memorial Day weekend. Now, in the news okay. this week, something... We're going to hold you to it. Yeah, please hold me to it. In the news this week, something did happen that was pretty sad. It was a, a Facebook Live uh, Staff Sergeant Lionel Springs Sr., right? So, I, first of all, prayers and condolences to his family, whatever unit he worked with, um, mm-hmm. whatever command he was at. You know, because we say prayers and condolences to the family a lot, right? And he had... Right. From what it sounded like, he had a wife... And I know for sure mm-hmm. he had kids, right? Um, it sounds like um, maybe blended family. Some of the kids wasn't his type stuff. Um, but for the most mm-hmm. part, that's what blended family means, right? I'm not wrong on that. Right? Yes. Yeah. So um, yes. for the most part, uh, but he like seemed like he looked at them all like as his kids. And as, as children do, they changed his life as much as he 
impacted theirs and stuff like that. But a lot of times we forget about this, the other people that's affected, the people that you worked with, your friends, like, mm-hmm. yeah, like that should be shaking up your command. You know what I mean? Like the right. whole division. You know what I'm saying? Right. I just talked to an EN1, somebody I know. Um, I didn't even mean to say all that, but I talked to somebody I know and he was saying that one of his sellers just committed suicide. And I'm like, damn, mm. yo, condolences to your division. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to pray for your division. I'm going to pray for that command because like we, we really don't talk about that that much. That shit shakes commands up. It, you know it does. That shit shakes. It yeah. does. You know, people be feeling like they could have done more. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of stuff like that. And I hate to, you know, start off, especially coming off Memorial Day weekend with something sad like that. You know what I mean? But this is a, con- and we just talked about suicide last two pods ago, you know, but this is a mm-hmm. constant, you know, thing that's happening. I don't know if you heard yeah. D-Guts, uh, he went on like a spiel, he went on a rant on one of his most recent podcasts. He was getting in those commanders' asses about mm. stress, suicide, and all that. And again, you know, you might get some leaders that hate the way it was packaged. But I hope right. that they get the message that he was relaying. Um, and it was mm-hmm. uh, it was raw, it was pure, and it was however he he said it, you know? Um, right. Some of it, you might agree with, some of it you might not agree with, but please try to catch the message and what he was saying. I tried to share that shit in our story. A um, couple people hit me up. <laughs> like, yo, what you so mad about? I'm like, yo, that ain't me. That's D-Guts, <laughs> man. That's D-Guts. D-Guts doing that, man. You know, that's D-Guts. But it was a, it was a super important message. Um, right. Because it's happening way too much. We try to get on here and have fun and talk and bring mm-hmm. light to sellers' lives and stuff like that. And then it's always a story like this and we can't just, you know, skip it. You know what I'm saying, Teach? Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We just had a, there's a CO that was just relieved. It's all over Navy Times and all over social media for command climate issues. And they had like three suicides in like a 18 month period or something like that. So then it took three for them to be like, let's look at this command and figure out what's going on here. And, And it was home port shift, stress, um, toxic leadership. So we work with humans every day. We are not robots. Yeah. And I think too many leaders try to treat everybody like they're robots and they're just workers. And that just does not work, especially for the new generation. Like you can't just like point and say, go do this and talk to them crazy. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't work anymore. And so um, leadership really needs to um, have a better approach in, in how we lead people and how we treat people. Yeah. we, we I mean... And giving a damn. Yeah. And listening, right? You got to listen. And you mm-hmm. you, you, you kind of got to meet people where they are. That's hard. Right. Know? Somebody on TikTok. Right. Somebody on TikTok was like, hey, it's hard. Like, I know it was a chief. She was like... I'm asking, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to break through. I'm trying to break through, but it's so hard to get the sellers to trust me. And I'm like, yo, it's mm-hmm. hard. It's not like, it's mm-hmm. not like easy like that. You know what I mean? But right. I, I, I think if we start out at, at listening, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I got an idea for a live event, right? And I'm going to just shoot it out. Whoever steals it, go ahead and steal it, right? But um, <laughs> PTSF live, it'll be us in a room, mm-hmm. you know, not on a stage, not on a stage, us in a room, 
um, with a bunch of chairs. I don't know how the chairs would be. I would say in a circle, but I it, it, I don't want to be too meeting-ish, right? But us in a right. room with a bunch of people. First rule is nobody, even though y'all know our ranks, of course, right? But the first rule is we don't say our ranks. We don't say our ranks, mm. right? And then we just talk. We'll, we'll have a set of questions yeah. and topics and stuff like that, but we just talk. You know, maybe yeah. maybe at the end, you know, we say our ranks, but in the beginning, no mm-hmm. ranks. Let's just talk. Let's have a conversation and let's see what's on everybody. Right. Mind. You know, but back to La- mm-hmm. back, back to Lionel real quick. So when you watch this Facebook Live, it was Lionel Springs in the car. Um, Staff Sergeant Lionel Springs, he was in his car. It looked like he was on base. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm going off of what I saw on the Facebook Live. I know it's probably some other stories, but it was a lot of other Marines around and stuff like that, right? Um, and he was talking. He was talking to his kids. He was talking to his wife. But he also was talking to the leadership that he, like this pretty much, it was like 20 minutes or 26 minutes or something like that. But he was talking to the leadership and he was pretty much talking about how these are like, these are the people who helped to get me to my lowest point, right? So it was kind of sad. So he named a couple, he named a couple leaders mm. who helped him get to his lowest. Um, so I was affected by that. But it also felt like a metaphor for the world that like somebody with those thoughts could be living in. Whereas he was in his car, right? So I, I'm going to call that for the sake of the metaphor, like he, his bubble that he was in. Right. The whole world was outside of him. It was things happening. Like mm-hmm. people, somebody actually went to his car for a second, asked him, like asked him a question. I don't know what they said, but he was like, no, I'm all right. I'm good. You know, he even at some point moved the car and drove somewhere else because he, you know, he wanted to get, it was too many people around. So he wanted to get away from everybody. But you heard the gun. You heard a lot of things. You know, he said, I'm not going to do this on live, but it's happening. This is my last day. This is my last day. He said, you mm-hmm. don't know it's your last until it's your last, but today is my last day. Wow. It was sad. It was sad. You know, it was really sad. I was actually, when I was watching it, I was in the ER, you know, and I'll talk about that um, soon. But when I was watching it, I was in the emergency room and I, I so I just had the time. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it was, it was a rough, it was a very rough watch. Yeah. I can only imagine what he was going through at that moment. And for the person who like came up and was like, "Hey, you good?" He's like, "No, nah, I'm all yeah. right." It's like, dang. Like yeah. you said, that guilty conscience. Like, I should have, I should have yeah. done more. I should have asked more. more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yo. And then again, it's a different time, so we got social media. So I found right. myself like on his Facebook page, like watching mm. his family. They sent sharing pictures of him. They did the uh, candlelight visual, things mm-hmm. like that. Like, and I just got like entrenched and you know engulfed in. Like the whole story, man. Right. So again, like I said, I, I want to give a like warm condolences to his family, prayers to everybody, everybody that really felt like they lost somebody when they lost it. And we all did, like all of right. us, every single one of us uh, lost some, somebody, you know, in that moment. You know what I'm saying? So, so this is not always an easy weekend for a lot of people. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We also, we lost a legend last week. Right. Oh yeah. Legend. One of your favorites. The one Tina that Turner. Favorites, right? yeah. Tina Turner. Let me tell you. So Tina Turner was a big part of my childhood. Um, I remember watching What's Love Got to Do with It so many times because my mom related to the story so much. And actually, mm-hmm. she's like my mom's idol. And so like my mom watched it so many times that like that's where she got her strength to leave an abusive relationship. 
And so mm-hmm. we religiously watched it. It was almost like that's my mom's sister. Like, or my mom saw so much of herself in her and she's followed her. She's gotten book and, and ever like, she's a huge Tina Turner fan. And she gives a lot of credit to Tina Turner to being able to get out of her situation. So yeah, when Tina losing Tina, it was like losing a family member for real. Like that's, that's what it, it felt like, like, dang, like someone you've never seen like in person, never met, never talked to, and then they can have a big impact on your life. So yeah, RIP Tina Turner. Yeah, and 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 I looked around like, and I, I was looking at old pictures of Tina and like her style, her performance. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, you know, I wasn't that big on um, Tina, or, or uh, not like not like because I wasn't big on her like by choice. I just didn't hear that much of her music, right? And I wasn't introduced to her by the "What's Love Got to Do with It" movie, like how some people from our age and generation right. was. You know, I, I like it was. I didn't really even. I, I need to. I need to actually. This probably is probably take away my black card. They probably. They probably go. <laughs> think I do. Uh, <laughs> Listen about the last episode. <laughs> I was waiting on you to pause so I can be like, "How you never I'm seen?" About the last episode. Like I probably need to rewatch that uh, movie though because I've seen. So it you have watched it. It's just been a yeah, minute. Yeah, but I don't remember. Yeah, I was young. I remember it. It came on a million times. I was young. I don't remember yeah. it. Uh, the uh, the uh, domestic abuse thing was very close to home for mm-hmm. me too. Yeah. Um, and it's a hard watch for a young man who domestic abuse abuse was close to home for too. It's not mm-hmm. all wasn't all entertaining, you know right. what I'm saying to me or whatever. But I do, I probably do need to sit down and watch it again because that might take away, you know, my black card a little it, bit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So you can't quote anything who, from that movie. Um, yeah, eat the cake, eat the cake. At a okay, like, okay, yeah, okay. You got one. You got one. Yeah, of course. One. <laughs> like, of course. But like, I, I, I need to re, I need to sit down and really, you know, watch that movie. Um, oh, but yeah. like, like I was saying though, I see a lot of her in other artists like mm-hmm. Beyonce, Janelle yeah. Monae, uh, Dolce. Some people probably don't know who Dolce is, but Dolce, um, like all of them, really, every mm-hmm. one of them, almost, you know, it's right. a lot of her. And like, so she was iconic in that sense, too. Like she broke the mold and then she created a new one in which a whole lot of other people follow. Right. Uh, from what I just know as a, as a, yeah, I love music. So, you know, I looked at Tina and then I was like, all right, let me look through some pictures and look at all this stuff. I'm like, damn, everybody her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody's her. Yeah. I see Bruno, uh, everybody, Aguilera, mm-hmm. Pink, everybody. So it's a lot of her and a whole lot of people. So, uh, right. yeah, you know, we lost a legend. Absolutely. Rock and roll, Hall of Famer, everything yeah. like that. What's your plans for the weekend? It is Memorial Day weekend. It um, is. We, um, yeah, we talked about the meaning and all of that, but what's your plans for this week? You know, I'm keeping it a little bit low key. So mm. I, I'm going to be doing a little bit. I just don't know what. I have not made any plans. I'm really doing, doing like a day by day type thing as I'm getting closer to retirement. It's just so much going on. But um, my cousin flew in yesterday. Um, Mm -hmm. She will be here for the ceremony, but she came in a week before everybody else. Just to kind of, you know, chill. And for us, we haven't like actually hung out together. Like it's been years. It's been a long time, probably like 2009 or something. Um, Mm -hmm. And so she came out and um, it's like my favorite cousin. And so we, uh, we gonna hit up the streets of San Diego a little bit 
Um, you gonna take it to the gas lamp district? Uh probably. Probably. <laughs> we probably gonna do a little bit of that. <laughs> Where you be at in Gaslamp? Yo, what the seller? Yo, what your sellers to know? Where you be at? You know lamp? what? I haven't been down there in a minute, and I don't. I usually don't run into my sailors down there though. Uh, yeah, um, they be out. They be at PB Short Club, right? Short they, Club. We just be in different <laughs> places. I do run into some sailors though. I, I have before, um, and I hate it because usually yeah. it's like late. Late, late. I'm already lit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't want to see them done. No, I don't want to see you. They start asking for liberty. They start asking for Monday off. <laughs> right. <laughs> they like, no yeah, cool here to... talking to me. They for Monday My off. words are slurring and <laughs> I'm yelling because <laughs> I'm, I'm like the, when I have, when I reach that peak of drinking, like I'm, I'm, I'm a happy drinker. Like, Mm-hmm. I I get in a very happy, joyous mood. I'm loud. I'm, you know, having fun or whatever. So I just be like, now nah, you got to see the serious me. So <laughs> I don't yeah. want them to see me like that. But yeah, we probably go down there a little bit. Um, probably hit up a good brunch. Probably gonna be like a hood mm-hmm. brunch. <laughs> we will yeah, go to a, a a nice casual brunch, and then we might go to a brunch too. Um. And yeah, I still have a lot of stuff that I need to take care of, though. I'm still working on my program and tying up last minute things and swapping out people and finding people. And so, yeah. Yeah. But I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do a little bit of something this weekend for sure. Yeah, I was I was working on my program last week. Last week was like my last week at work. I'm going back next week just to check, like just to do a checkout with my admiral. But last week was like the last week. So I um I had my going away on Thursday, but Wednesday night I was in the ER from like five to six in the morning. You know what I mean? So I left at three, but I came back at six. My wife was in the ER. But um when I got when I, I text the job, you know, I'm like, hey, I'm gonna be a little bit late. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be a little bit late. And they like, yeah, but but I'm gonna come in and everybody knew I was at the ER. And they like, nah, telework. Telework. Well, I, and I'm like, yo, that's how you know the Navy to changed a little bit. Right. Like, like, y'all trying to tell me to telework on my last day. <laughs> like, it's my last day, y'all. Like, it was people texting me, like, texting me offline. Like, yo, look, I ain't mm. trying to get, you know, on your business and nothing like that, but just telework, dog. Like, yo, they was begging me to telework, man. Listen, wow. I love that command. I love that command. Y'all love y'all, man. That's one of the best commands. I was about to say easiest. I'm going to chill out. That was one of the best commands that I've, <laughs> that I've been to. Probably the best command that I've been to. But you can't tell nobody to telework or they last. It was about going away. Like people made right. homemade food for me. They went home and made right. food. You know, they tried right. to lie, like, hey, we did this for you. They did this for everybody that left so far. I know. I know. I've seen it. But um, <laughs> it was my last day. I'm not going to telework what I look like. But um, right. yeah, we had fun. We had a couple going aways. And my CMC mm-hmm. gave me his coin and it fell out my pocket at some point. So we did the lunch. We did the lunch going away thing in the office. And then at yeah. night, we did another thing, like a chief thing. And my CMC, mm-hmm. and I wanted his coin so bad, right? I think he listened to the pod too. But I wanted his <laughs> coin so bad. And um, he gave it to me. And somehow that night, I think it fell out my pocket. But I think, I think he might have picked it up. You know, I think he found it. I think, I don't know though. I could be completely wrong, right? Oh, that's your theory. I think, 
Yeah, but Chiefs, like, they like Rumpelstiltskin when it comes to coins and shit. Like, they, right. they, they like coins. Right. Like, if they can right. handle your coin, you might not have a, Like, Chiefs can have all the honor, courage, integrity they want, but if they catch a coin, comes lacking, to a coin? like, like they, yeah, they take that shit. Like, <laughs> so uh, you got to earn them coins. I earned that coin from him. But, um, yeah, I feel bad, man. And, mm. I, and I feel like he might be like testing me, like, yo, like, he's gonna come like, ask me, me know, for another clean. one. Like, yeah, come clean. So I do, I plan on letting him know, coming clean about it. And even if I gotta pay for it, I gotta pay for it. I just feel so bad because, you know, I, I, the, it was the kind of pants I had, you know, like I gotta start yeah. coming, please, the type of pants I had. When you had those <laughs> big ass, those, those stand up tables with the big stools, bad things just right. fall out your pocket. Yeah. And, and I had so much shit in my pockets. I, I got so many. I got a, a gift from a civilian, like a going away gift from a civilian. Um, mm-hmm. I got a couple going away gifts and stuff like that. So I definitely felt the love. I felt the love. Uh, yeah. I, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more. I'll recap my command. I come out about against all that bullshit that uh, everybody that I, I've been wanting to get at. It's like, <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's, like it's like that. Like I said, that was a great command. Um, so, but next week, again, that's something that we probably, we're all going to be Closing, well, opening like a new chapter ne- next week. You know what I mean? Yeah, all I was thinking about that. Yeah, I was all, like, yeah. all of us are going through a transition yeah, right now. All of us. So yeah, all that's of us. that's crazy that all at the same time. Yeah, this yep. is this yeah, whole thing is happening. Yep, and then we got a Bunch good interview. Like I said, and it's crazy because I said that we were going to interview a reservist. I did. I, I said that, and I said whenever we say we're going to interview somebody, something happens. Something right? happens. Yeah, something happened. Um, and it's very, it's very, impo- it's very unfortunate. And we definitely, we pray for you. We do. We 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 send in prayers for you, um, and everything like that. And whenever we are able to get up, I'm sure we're gonna get up and have a great conversation. But please put Absolutely. yourself first. But we will, yeah. we will uh, have that conversation. Um, before we get into what we came to get into, I do. I got two more things. Uh, Philly, Philly band the Pushaisty mask. Um. Uh, it was necessary. It was necessary. Very. You know, here I go again. I'm stalling because I'm trying to get to these claps, man. We got to get to these claps, man. <laughs> that was light. Listen. That was light. We need another. That was light. I need another little set. Like, the long know, one. Let's go. There we go. There we go. Let's there go, we go. Man. COVID was officially deemed over. Y'all ain't going to keep stepping outside with them damn poo shiesty masks, though, man. Listen. And I might sound old, but I don't care. You know what I mean? Like the Pushaisty bass, that ain't it. Y'all ain't y'all ain't looking for nothing but trouble. Exactly, especially in Philly. Shout out to Philly. <laughs> Don't come for me, Philly. But I'm nah, just saying. Yeah. yeah, shout out to Philly, man. <laughs> that Take is not the place off. to have it yeah. on. I wouldn't want one of my it, nephews wearing that. It's just a bad. No. It's funny because when we was young, they used to say you couldn't wear white t-shirts, right? Like you right. can't wear white tees and Tims and, and, and like anything like black people wore. Yeah, <laughs> anything black. Any, anything we wore. Like, it's like, oh man, they wearing white tees. Nah, you can't wear that in the club. Oh man, they wearing fitteds. No. Nope. Oh, they like Tims. No. Nope. Oh, they like Jordans. No. Get that out of here. <laughs> you can't wear that in the club. Now here I nope. go, old as hell, you know, sounding like this over some, some poo shiesty bass. But it's going to be 90 degrees at some point this summer. You do not need a Pushaisty mask, you know? And shout out to all of our listeners that don't know what the hell a Pushaisty mask is. Yeah, because I didn't. (laughs) Shout out to the listeners that do know. (laughs) 
I may not know what it's called, but you know, but I knew what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And if I see some of that rolling up on me, then I know I'm in for a problem. Yeah. Yeah. You probably probably need to cross the street, man. I'm at the age now. I'm at the cross the street age. I'm not, I ain't at the age where I'm going to take an ass whooping to look cool. I'm crossing the street. Right, right. I'm I'm not on that. I wish somebody would. No, I wish you would yeah, not. No, yeah. Okay. Street, uh, I, I was with Chip. I was with Chip last week. Uh, and, uh, yeah. He was telling me about how he had a run in at a 7-Eleven. And he almost, you know, it, it almost led to violence. And I'm like, oh. man, people don't know. Chip, like a self-defense, close combat right. instructor. Chip was about to, right. <laughs> Chip was about to go Liam Neeson on somebody's ass, man. <laughs> They would have got more than what they asked yeah. for. They looking at that. Out, they looking at that outward leadership and all that, man. The outward mindset. Chip, Chip was about to go outward and up in some asses. You know? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, um, Whole foot. But he asked me. He was like, "Well, like, because we start talking about it's a book right now about like urban violence and stuff like that." I just started reading it too. He he was asking me like, "Well, you know, coming up in like Philly, place like like what like how do you uh, do?" I'm like, I avoid mm-hmm. it. Like, like, yeah. like, I avoid it. I'm not walking into a seat. It, it used to be a time where the right woman, the right lady, would get me to go to her apartment when it's 80 dudes outside. It used to be a time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that time is no more. That time mm-hmm. is no more. You know, you need nah. to be living somewhere where, first of all, I'm married, but if I'm going to visit anybody, you need to be living somewhere. Gay. You got gated security. Like, what's going on out over there? Right. You know? Right. And sometimes gated security ain't always what, it, what, what it's supposed to be, especially like in San, places like San Diego, because y'all got people crowding up in garages and all that. Like, I ain't doing that. Yeah. I need safe. I need yeah. safe. But, I, you know, but you know I, what? San Diego is not that bad, though, for real. No, no. Especially compared like to other places. Like, you can roll through the hood in San Diego and not even know that you in the hood, because it's not like, where I came from in Georgia, the projects look like the projects, you yeah, know, it's, yeah. it's the buildings, the apartment buildings. out here. It's just like rundown houses. Um, yeah. But they're like, it's not like, you know, a, a project building. And so you can be rolling right through and be in the wrong part of town and not even know it until you got some people rolling up on you with them little bitty wheels and the bouncing cars. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to check you, ready to check you. Right. Like, what you doing out here? Like, right. You, doing out here? you know, you just got to be careful in certain places. Like you said, San Diego might yeah. look nice in certain places. And then it's, you got people that want to be, you know, people that want to have like the reputation or whatever, you know right. what I'm saying? I mean, you get that yeah. with anybody. You get that with civilians. You get that with uh, people that's enlisted in the military, whatever. Like, yeah. You know, like, Remember that officer? It was like a couple years ago, that officer that like penned the open letter about like junior uh, sellers. I think it was a Navy officer. They was talking about how like junior sellers was like ghetto and like they didn't want to be around them. They was like edible. Oh, yes. Yes. The housing one, right? Yeah, the housing jet. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I was like, Wow, really? Yeah, that joint yeah, was crazy. I I, I I told a story on here about how I stumbled into a junior seller party in the housing before how I just happened mm. into it. Like, I'm just spontaneous, right? So, and I ain't going to yeah. retell it too much, right? I always say that, then I do retell the story and give more details. <laughs> Whenever I do that, like, I ain't going to retell it. Then I tell a whole I ain't gonna story. I like, the story again, but a, let me tell the story again. It was a winter night. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but, um. Yeah, so me and my wife, we spontaneous. I'm spontaneous. Let me say that. I ain't going to say me and my wife. I'm spontaneous. 
and she's my wife, <laughs> right? So, mm-hmm. so she just a, get looped into yeah, it. Yeah, she get looped into the spontaneity, right? So it was a party going on and like neighbors, like they like, I'm like, man, they go hard. You know, it was one of them weekends, like a Memorial Day weekend or something. Me and my wife yeah. don't really ever plan nothing for like these types of weekends, right? Unless we have a cookout ourselves. So mm-hmm. it was it was music. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna just go around a corner and check it out because it was right around the corner. So I went around the corner. Dude, like, yo, just come in. It is what it is. Like, just come. So I'm chilling. I'm in there for like at least a good 40 minutes, chilling, talking. Yeah. They got drinks. I didn't bring any. I think I might have came back. I might have told my wife to bring a bottle or something. But at first, I didn't have anything. So we just chilling. I called my wife. I'm like, I told her, I'm like, hey, my wife, man, she just in the crib. We don't got nothing going on. Can she come through too? He's like, yeah, bring your wife. So we chilling, boom. <laughs> and they start talking. And then they start talking about their ranks. You know what I mean? Mm. They start talking. Now, in this housing area, you can't be a chief to move in. But I moved in. Oh. I moved in as a chief. But I wasn't getting paid yet. So I was still mm-hmm. getting first class money. Oh, so I, I found right. a loophole. Mm-hmm. So, yep. you know, and then it's still people, people, you can make chief there, but you can't be a chief to move in. And it's, it's like a lick. In. It's a lick. Because you, 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 mm. you, you getting, um, they only taking like half your BAH. So we was yeah. pocketing like 1700 off the BAH. Nice. Like that was a lick. Um, yeah. It was in... Um, it was, damn, by uh, Santee. It wasn't in Santee, but it was by Santee. Um, Eucalyptus, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Eucalyptus yeah. Ridge is the name of it. Mm-hmm. Damn, I, I know exactly the, which yeah, one you're talking about. It's cheap, yeah. Yeah, it's cheap, yo. It, and it was a, a big. So we in there, and then they start talking about like their jobs. You know, of course, it was CSs in there, so they was wilding. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's wild. If anybody watched the clip on TikTok, <laughs> if anybody watched the clip on TikTok, you know, it was CSs in there, so it was turned up, yo. Um, yeah. And um, they start talking about rakes or whatever. And they're like, you know, it was like, well, what rake are you? Now, I forgot what they were saying, but like, I couldn't relate to like a lot of it. Like, like you know, like mm. at, at the moment, you know what I mean? So that's like, that's yeah. what you, you know, what you do then? I was like, yo, I'm a chief. And then it's like, yo, you the ah, like he the ah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he like, yo, he the stuff ah. from you. Yo, like, <laughs> like, nah, you gotta like, go. You know, so it was still, it was still fun and comfortable when we, yeah. you know, but I knew that, like, I might not be at like the next couple of these <laughs> after yeah. this. Like, just because yeah. they started talking different. Like, they was talking about like, mm. their plans and goals in the Navy. At first, it was a wild conversation. Like, yo, I hate this. <laughs> you know, but then after they found out I was a chief, they like, yeah, man, like, the Navy just kind of like, I-, I hurt my leg and things ain't been the same and this and that. I was like, oh, mm. man. You know, so I kept talking to them. I kept speaking to them because, you know, neighborly, but I knew I wasn't you know, coming back. They probably turned the music down for the next party. Like, yo, well, Pro- probably. Yeah, what's going on? Over there, Chief but, over there. Yeah, but that was, yeah, that was, that was fun. Uh, all right. Next thing before the last thing. Um, you see this cup, right? It says proud dog parent, right? I'm not that proud of dog parent right now. You know what I'm saying? Saint, <laughs> you know, I know people, some people, Saint Hive, right? We got some Saint Hive people out there that be wanting the updates on Saint. Probably just my mom. But, um, <laughs> you know, she always defending him too, man. Like, like this dude peed mm. on my bed, you know. It's like, she's like she, she probably, yeah, you can't blame him for peeing on your bed. I blame him. I blame him. It's his yeah. fault. Like, he yeah, can't yeah, come yeah. in my room no more. So, Saint, he peed on the bed, right? And then he also broke, at some point, he must have went on a rampage because he broke my favorite 
wristband. So Ebony, <laughs> Ebony Wilson, FCA one. I need another one of these, please. It says courage is <laughs> it says courage is resistance to fear, mastery of fear, not absence of fear. Courage, courage mm-hmm. is resistance to fear, mastery of fear, not absence of fear by Mark Twain. And it's about courage. And I, and I really like it. I, I really, really like it. It was my favorite thing to wear. You always saw me with it on. Um, so he did. He came out the room one day with it in his mouth. Like, like it was all good. Like, like just walked out <laughs> of my room probably right after he peed. You know, you know what I mean? Right, right. With this in his mouth. Like, yo, you just having a field day in my shit. You know what I mean? Right. So he, sometime he in a room, he not back there. Uh, he not, like I said, we not best buds right now. Um, mm. But so, but maybe I, that's why. Like, was that were y'all not best buds before, or after? Like, maybe that's his rebellion to your response to whatever he y'all um, were beefing about. I don't want to get into my relationship with Saint. It is this is this person speak, <laughs> speak freely, right? But I don't want to get into my relationship. It's not with a Saint, this right? not a dog I'm, parent therapy session. I'm I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm I'm like I'm just so weird, like because I'm a normal person, right? So yeah, oh, man, I, I'm not normal. Like I don't know what to say, but. I don't do like baby talk with dogs. I don't do like, I, yeah. I don't like, I talk to them like, like regular, like, yo man, you tripping. <laughs> you you right. know what I mean? Like, so it's certain things I don't do. So like, I be trying mm-hmm. to get him to be calm about his food. Right. That's my mm-hmm. fight. Like, yo chill. Like you just about to eat, man. You just, like, right. it ain't, it's not like, like he, he treat food like drugs. You know, he's shaking that <laughs> shit. And I just try to get him to be like, yo, duh, like it's food, just chill. So yeah. I, I put them through the ringer sometime, like testing them out. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm wrong for this. I know some dog enthusiasts to tell me that mm-hmm. I'm wrong for it. But I, like- no, I, I think that's like a, a normal thing, like for you to train, because I did the same thing with my dog. Yeah, like I don't want you running to, I want to be able to sit the boat. So now I got it to where he, he eats when I say eat, right? Mm-hmm. He eat when I say eat. So, which means that if I put the food down, he'll look. But every now and then he he could try to get testy. Like I guess it just smelled that good. Like he just want to go to yeah. it. I'm like, oh man, you know what you're supposed to do. So it's times where like that struggle happens to where like oh he want to cry. Then I'm a I'm you know I'm like all right. Well, until you chill, you know this fool. I'm not gonna say the word eat. You know what I mean? Right. And he start shaking <laughs> and going crazy and all this. I'm like, hey, all you gotta do is chill. That's it's all chill. you need to do. Relax. Yeah. So, you know, so we go, we kind of go through the ringer with stuff like that. And then every time you, I come in the crib, you like run and like jump and hit the back of my knee. Like my knees mm-hmm. are getting bad. Like you can't just be doing that. I know you're excited. Man. You know, I just left out the house to take the trash out. I know you're excited. But you can't, like he's back. Yeah, you can't just try to tackle me every time I come in the house, man. Like that ain't cool. Yeah. But outside of that, I think we, I think we good, but it's normal. Yeah, I treat Saint like a glorified roommate. You know what I mean? Because I'm not doing everything on your time, man. I'm not at your service. Yeah. Last week, he was waking up at 2.30 in the morning. So you waking up at 2.30. He got his own room, right? So you waking up at 2.30 in the morning. Yeah, he got his own room. He got a room. It's a little room, but it's a room. It's big. He got real estate. Yeah, it's high ceilings. For him, it's high ceilings. It's really like a little shed. Like a room room or like a cage that you call his room? No, it's not a cage. I wouldn't call a cage a room. Diversity is not bullshit. <laughs> I'll just like I wouldn't call no cage a room. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I'm also I'm going to see. I forgot to say I'm going to see Little Mermaid too, y'all. I'm going to see Little Mermaid too. You know what I mean? Uh, today, Diversity. I'm going to see it today. But um, 
Oh yeah, that's coming out, today, out yeah. yesterday. But obviously, no, twenty six. Yeah, but uh, he got it's like a shed under the stairs. But it's it, for him. For okay. him, it's one of those New York uh, high rises that you see on Instagram. You know what it was to be like three right. million dollars. Right. Like, okay. But, okay. I gotcha. Gotcha. I got yeah, one of those too. Shed. Yeah. So he. So he's in there. But uh, he woke. He was waking up at two thirty. You know, last week my sister was here and stuff. Mm. I'm like, yo, dude, you can't just wake up at two. Like, what do you want me to do at two thirty? You know what I mean? So he wakes up. Mm. He only any cries and barks and stuff until he hear you move. Then when he hear you move, he act like mm. he act like it's all good. Like he just even when you open the door, like, yeah, <laughs> like, like right. when you open the door, he act like you waking him up. His eyes be all crazy. Like you just woke him up or something. Like no, you, <laughs> dude, you were down here crying, right? So he does that in the morning. So he does that. He wants me to do whatever. So it's like I, I'm I'm like at your service. So I feed you, right? He might wake up, Angelina might be asleep. He wake up. Um, so now because he woke up, I got to take him out to the bathroom, right? I take him out to the bathroom yeah. now. Like, if I get him to chill where I'm at, like, let's say I'm in the living room watching TV or I'm doing something, he don't want to do that. He just want to go to the room. He got like an ottoman at, at the at the, at the bottom of our bed. He just want to go to the room and lay on the mm-hmm. ottoman, right? So I was good enough mm-hmm. to take you to the bathroom, but I ain't good enough for you to chill with after that. For you to right? chill, yeah. So then he eats. Yeah. When it's time for him to yeah. eat breakfast, he'll, he start coming. Angeline, she sleep through all this, right? It's time for him to eat breakfast. He come out the room and start looking, looking from the door of the room, looking at me. You know, like, so now you want me to feed you. Right. Yeah, now you want me to feed you, right? Then he, so he, right after he eat, he got poop. I just think that's the weirdest thing. Right after you eat, right after you eat, you got a shit. Like, right after? And like, that's how Angelique right trained him. Like, right I came through. home from like a deployment and he was shitting right after he ate. Like, I never understood that. Like, your food don't process or nothing. You just got a shit, right? So he, he, he right. right after he eats. And then like, again, I might be somewhere chilling, watching TV, doing something. He start giving me that look like he don't want like he don't want no parts of me, right? I just serviced you, right? I just fed you, took you out the poop, scooped your warm ass poop up with my hands, put it in a bag or whatever like that. I bring you inside, I wipe you off or whatever like that. And now what do you want to do? You want to go back in the room with Angeline. I'm not cool enough to do nothing with <laughs> except for when it's time to service you. So, you know, I meet, I meet Saint where he meet me at. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And when I took him to, and, and when I took him to go kill that mouse that day, <laughs> he wasn't all, he'd be barking up to be, you know, when he <laughs> when in the street got real. with other dogs. Yeah. When it came to that mouse, I did the most work. So me and Saint, we, you know, we, we kind of, we got, I saw what happened with, when it got real. Saint wasn't really there with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's like, I ain't that type of dog. (laughs) Yeah, like he trying to act like he wanted to go, you know, because as soon as he come out of his room, he got pee. Yeah. I'm like, it ain't no time for that. It's a mouse. We need to catch this mouse before this mouse get out of this room. Right. And he trying to, he was giving me this look like, what are you doing? Like morning. Oh, let's (laughs) catch this mouse, man. You know what I'm saying? Then he caught it. And I felt like a minute longer. Like, if I ain't slapped the mouse, whatever I did, I, I felt like a minute longer, he'd have been trying to be the mouse friend. <laughs> like he looked like he was trying to befriend the mouse. Yeah, like, come on, dog. So you showed me your true colors. Yeah. You showed me, you showed me your true colors, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that was the longest. Man, that was the longest we talked about Saint. Right. You had to man. get that off your chest, though. I feel you. You didn't, yeah, you didn't yeah, want the therapy yeah, session, yeah, but yeah, you got so. it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So me and Saint, man, you know, it is what it is. It's, it's, it's up with Saint right now. It's up. It's up, yo. It's up with Saint. 
This is the conversation that I've been waiting for. Let's talk about you. Me. First question. I, I, I'm going to get to the first question. My burning question. Okay. How do we pronounce your name? I need the whole story. Because I pronounce your name as Tish. Mm-hmm. Damon consistently pronounces your name as Tish. Mm-hmm. I got people that listen to the podcast now. And for some reason, they must be Damon leaning type people. Because <laughs> they all saying Tish. And I'm like, her name is fucking Tish. And y'all should know by now on a podcast that I'm more, I'm, I'm a little bit more on point than Damon. <laughs> right. But don't nobody wanna, don't nobody wanna consider that. You know what I mean? Right, so right, right. That's because, but I think with you, it's more to the story. So it is. How is your name? First of all, how is your name pronounced? Why? And what do these audience people need to start calling you? Okay. So technically, okay, technically is Tish. Tisha. Mm-hmm. That's what my family calls me. It's Tisha. However, this is what happened was. So my whole name is Artisha. So when I came in, so in high school, you remember Outcast came out with that song, Toilet Tisha. <laughs> Yeah. Damn, yeah. we miss ya. <laughs> so, so I like in in school in high school when that song came out, like they would say my name like singing that song, and I hated it. Like they weren't like picking at me or nothing like that, but they were just like you know I was just having fun with it, and I hated it because it's toilet paper. At the end of the day, toilet tissues, toilet paper, you're up your ass with it, and I like it. And mm. so when I came into the navy, it was still you know I still went by um, Tisha or whatever. And so I think I was like somewhere and they asked me, is it Artisha? And I was like, that sounds bomb. And in, in my head, I'm like, either I can roll with this now or I can like stay toilet paper. Yeah. So I decided I'm going to start rocking with Artisha. Mm-hmm. So that I ain't got to worry about the the toilet paper and the and the Tisha and all that stuff. And so I just kind of started going off of Artisha, just just yeah. because of toilet paper and Outcast. And so, um, but I still have people that call me Tish. I still people even in in the military they'll they'll still call me Tish, um, and then some call me Tisha. So, but I I respond to both because the other one is right. So, yeah, so Damon is right. Actually. So Damon, Damon is, actually, Damon is right. actually right in this sense. According to uh, how I was birthed, yeah. <laughs> it would be Tish. Now, did you tell Damon Tish or did you tell him Tish? I don't know what I ever told Damon. Um, I think he probably, because even in the, in the Chiefs mess, I get both. Yeah. So it depends on you know, who, and they have this argument at, at work too sometimes, depending on who you're talking to. Like, why are you saying her name like that? So it's, it's the same. But yeah. I, I just kind of go off both of them because I don't correct anyone when they say Tisha because that's my yeah. name. So I, how can I, I ain't going to be like, nah, <laughs> don't, so don't call me that. Fights. Hey, I so am. For the, for the listeners, um, hopefully you're more confused now than you Probably. were before. Probably. I asked a question. Probably. So Yonka Kara, Yonka Tish, Artish. Is she cool with it? I'm no cool with what? it. I'm, co- I'm cool with it. Just, just you know, I'm cool with but either one. It sounds like you like Tish. I do like Tisha better. Okay. okay. I do okay. like Tisha better. That was like the okay. re- rebirth. 
The rebrand. The rebranding is yeah. what it did. I was like, I'm getting away from this toilet paper stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So, so quick question. How do you feel? It's your last week. We going into your last week in the military, right? Yes. Ceremony yeah, so is next Thursday. You know, I've kind of been all over the place emotionally. It's been an emotional roller coaster. My, um, and we're like, it's, it'd be like certain things that happen as I'm getting closer where it just like hit a little bit different. So the latest one was um, my shadow box is done. And mm. the people who did my shadow box, they FaceTime me so that I could see the finished product before they ship it. And it was like, oh, this shit is really happening. Like, it's really like coming to an end for real, for real. And I was yeah. just like, all types of emotions came out. Um, but I'm feeling, I'm feeling nervous. I'm feeling excited, um, overwhelmed. Um, I'm, I've even had thoughts like, am I sure? Like, am I sure I'm ready to leave this behind? Like, Am I yeah. sure I'm ready to end this chapter? Like what happens if at my ceremony, I go to request permission to go ashore and I can't do it? Mm. <laughs> like what happens at that point? Um, and it's not because like, because I'm, I'm not leaving the Navy like disgruntled or anything. It's always been my goal to leave at 20 and yeah. go off and, and, and do something else. Um, and so... You know, I think it's it'll be easier if I was disgruntled. Like if I didn't get promoted and I got mad and I was like, I'm out of here. You know how people do with that. Yeah. Like I, I'm taking my talents if I'm getting out or whatever. But it's not that. Um, I could stay in much longer. Um, my PRD isn't even up. Like I could stay at my command longer and even retire from my command, but just retire at my PRD rather than retiring at 20. And I could yeah. stay on board for another few years, but um, I decided that I wanted to stick to the plan of mm-hmm. rolling out at 20. Um, and so it's, it's so scary because usually we PCS and we already kind of have a good idea of what's on the other side. We know, you know, we know that paycheck going to keep on rolling first and foremost. Mm-hmm. PSD gonna always mess up your paycheck though they gonna, always, they gonna always mess it up something's gonna happen with your pay when you get to your next command but you know it's gonna come back and they gonna yeah, fix it and you know yep. you know where you're going to um, be working you at least know one person who is your sponsor you know that's gonna help you get a get acquainted with the area and with the command and everything and now it's like I don't, I don't have none of that I'm just out here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just out here. And so it's, it's, um, and it's a whole new world too. So I'm doing something completely different and yeah. just unknown. And I'm a person that I like to have the next step already planned before mm-hmm. I terminate one. And so to be getting ready to go on terminal leave <laughs> And it's so like, basically, before you before you break up with a guy, <laughs> wait a minute now. You got some fun, right? We talked about before you, you know break what? up with a dude. You got the other dude number at least, like you ready to? 
I cannot confirm <laughs> if that's one of my toxic traits. That's what it said. That's what I heard. That's what I. That, some listeners who, who heard that too. I know y'all heard. <sighs> that might be she one of my toxic. Just, Cold. She ain't just cold. I got an exit plan. (laughs) (laughs) I always got the exit plan on lock. In in a lot of situations, yeah, that that has been very true. Mm. Be like, you know what? Exit plan. Let me go ahead and execute this exit plan and then I'm out. (laughs) (laughs) But in this situation, (laughs) you caught me. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it's like, at one point, it was too early to, to apply for jobs mm-hmm. because I still had so much time. And now it's like, well, I'm going through the VA and stuff. And it's like, I want to make sure I'm available to go to my appointments when I need to. And um, just trying to figure out what to apply for and what kind of job to take. And um, taxes. Mm-hmm. It's a lot to to even think about. like. And there's been times when I've like all this stuff that I had to think about and I'm like, it's easier to just stay in. Yeah. <laughs> the military got like a certain amount of control over, yes. you know, some of your life. Like, right. You know? Right. We hate it when we hate it, mm-hmm. but we take it for granted, I think, too, sometimes. Absolutely. That security blanket, like, yeah, that's what keeps people... Like, ah, nah, I'm just going to stay in it. But... You know, I got to stick to the plan and and go. I've already like I started working the next plan prior to. So it's not like I'm, you know, going in cold turkey. Now I'm just like dedicating. I'll be dedicating more time to it, which is which is good because, you know, the Navy has a way of demanding its time. Yep. And so when you're trying to build something outside of the Navy, sometimes it, it can kind of clash. Um, and I never wanted what I was doing outside the Navy to clash with like the Navy. Like I, I yeah. never wanted it to like impede on that. So I was very cognizant of just because I have this business that I'm doing, it should not affect my duties and my responsibilities that I have. So that means I had to like pay more money um, to do certain things. I had to pay people to do things that I didn't have the time to do. Um, But now I'll have that time and that flexibility to really dig in and grow. So we shall see. Yeah. Yeah. Are you, are you going to, you go, you having a retirement ceremony? I know that because the invitations they out there, yeah, stuff like that. Are you are you doing anything like against the grain for your retirement or anything special or different than the normal script? No, um, okay. mine is very traditional. Um, in a sense, like the only thing that I really kind of went away from, but it's not really. Um, you know, during the flag passing ceremony. Um, you know, they'll, they have the music playing in the background. Yeah. For old glory. Yeah. So I have the Ray Charles version of America, the beautiful Mm, playing in the background. I've seen it done plenty of times before. And I thought it was like very, like it it just seems so much stronger and so much meaningful to me as a black person. 
Yeah, because diversity ain't bullshit. Because yeah. diversity is really not bullshit. <laughs> it's it's, yeah. it's really I'm not. Laughing, but serious too. Like serious right, too. it's really not. And I actually had an argument with somebody um, with our boats because <laughs> he's like, you know, that's not tradition, and I'm like, I don't care. You know, I this is a song that I want to play. I want to play this uh, Ray Charles "America the Beautiful," and that's what I'm mm-hmm. doing. It's not really going that much against the grain. I'm just um, putting some of my heritage into it. I'm yeah, putting diversity in it, <laughs> so, oh, yeah. right? Like it ain't like I'm, you know, you know. Jugging gotta, down the red you, you, carpet. Right, yeah, but you got to add that Sylvia's. You got to add a little season to it's Ex- your shit. You know right. What I mean? Like, they going to get mad at me when they hear some Jay-Z or some Method Man and Mary J at my joint. Like, <laughs> Method Mary might be at my joint. Like, right. You know, I was listening to a Janelle Monet interview with mm-hmm. Angie Martinez, and she was mm-hmm. talking about res- respectability politics are like, the politics are like people just saying like, you, you can't be yourself because of this or because of that. Right. You know, she was talking about how when she used to wear suits and then one day she had like cleavage out. Right. And somebody she really respected, like in, in, in the music industry is like, yo, you can't do that because now they're going to expect you to boom, boom, boom. And then it, it really inspired me for like everything that I do. Mm. You know what I mean? Like be you, man. Be yeah. unapologetically you. Right. Um, you still going to get 100% of me at work. Mm-hmm. You know, you still going to get 100%. So, yeah, play that. Play that song. Play that, you know, Ray Charles. Do what you be unapologetically you. If somebody get offended, right. that's on them. That's, yeah. Nothing to do with Next me. Next question. Yeah. Next question. Are you going to cry at your retirement? Listen. Better. Listen. I already start. I'm just hoping that by the time I get to the retirement, I have enough tears. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm I'm a, I think as I get closer and it becomes like more and more real, especially when family gets here, um, family starts to come in on Wednesday, the ceremony's on Thursday. I think it's going to really start driving hard at that point. Right. Right now I'm like still in the planning phase. And so when I have a moment and I think or something big happens, that's when I'm like, oh man, like I'm really about to leave 20 years. But I think by then, yeah, I might be a hot mess. Yeah, uh, hey, <laughs> it is what it is. I cried when I left my last command. I mm. damn near cried. I damn near cried leaving this place. Like I, I almost was in tears yeah. a couple times. Yeah, I cried. Listen, I cried when I left Wendy's. When I quit Wendy's, <laughs> I look back, right? This, this shit is like a scene from a movie. I yeah. walked, I walked like a half a block away. I looked back at the Wendy's for like two minutes and listen, I cried with listen. Wendy's in the background. Then I walked away. <laughs> like a I, sad I went to love work across song. the street. I went to work across the street. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you, yo. I cried when I left Wendy's, man. You know what? It's funny because that's been the most difficult thing throughout my career is the notion of saying goodbye. Like from the very first duty station all the way to now, that's my least favorite part. I'll take any other shitty thing, but me leaving and people that I've grown close to leaving is something that I've always like struggled with. Yeah. And at one point I felt like, the only way that I could like 
change that is to like start detaching from people before mm. it's actually time for me to leave. And so I did this for the first time in um, Okinawa. Um, yeah. My homeboy, we were like brother and sister. We were like so tight. And um, I told him though, I was like, hey, so I'm getting ready to leave. So like, I'm just going to start being like very withdrawn just so I could like prepare myself for the departure emotionally. And I don't think he like, he didn't like really like take me serious at first. And then when he, one day he came up to me, he was like, Hey, you want to go, you want to go eat lunch? And I was like, nah, I got some things I need to work on. Then he came like the next day. Hey, what you, what you want to do for lunch? I was like, Oh no, I'm not going to go. He was like, are you doing this for real? <laughs> like, yeah. You really, you really detaching though. Um, but that was, I was like, I gotta, I gotta do this in order to like emotionally wrap my head around it. And then I figure out that, that that's unfair to the other person. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's wild. Yeah. Like yeah, that's, that's cold blooded. And so. Yeah, what they, what they call you on TikTok? what they call you? What was that? Oh, that psych- psychopath or sociopath. A sociopath, yeah, that's sociopath. that's that's part of those types of traits. A sociopath <laughs> traits. Listen, I don't need no di- diagnosis because yeah. because it's a human experience that we live in, right? And, yeah. and the Navy put us in these extra. I always say this to people, like, but the Navy put us in these extraordinary experiences, right? right. You watch, you watch like the real world, right? Like mm-hmm. Some of those reality shows back mm-hmm. from back in the day. Remember, they used to be together for like three months or something, right? right? They together for like three months. And it's where they real sad the last mm-hmm. episode when they packing their bags and right. you know we're together for three to five years, or right. two to four years or whatever. It's gonna be hard, mm-hmm. you know. It's gonna be hard. And and before social media was super tight, it was like you might not ever see this person again, right? You know, yeah. And, there's and, there's people from boot camp that I'm I'm like dang like social media wasn't like all that hot back yeah. then. And so I've lost touch with them and we were like real cool. Like we stay cool after, but then over time, we just kind of lost touch. Um, and I don't even remember their names anymore to even like go on social right. media and look for yeah. them because it's been so long. But a lot of them so ain't long. on it like that. A lot of them, Probably. a lot of our like boot camp, you know, you you got four more years than me, but a lot of that, our, like our school or whatever, yeah. they don't be on social media still. Like, like yeah. not is like not that much. Like you're not just finding them that quick, right. stuff like that. So right. it's a different, it's a different time. Man. Especially so for females to. too, because like we get married and the name change and yeah. like you can't always find them by the maiden name. So I, I think I looked a few years ago and I couldn't find them. So I was like, all right, well, it is what it is. Yeah. But yeah. So it's rough, but we mm-hmm. have to have I was parked outside of my house for 30 minutes uh, my last day. Like uh, on Thursday, like I said, we had it going away. Mm-hmm. I was parked outside of my house for 30 minutes. Uh, one, because like, uh, you know, my one of my guys, he, he dropped me off. One of the, I always say my guys, but, and I, I'm not saying that. Like when I say my guys and I'm talking about chiefs, I'm not talking about somebody that worked for me. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about like somebody I'm cool with. Yeah. You know what I mean? So one of my guys dropped me off. And uh, we set out, man. We set out for about, and he listens to the pod, so he'll hear this. But we set out for like 30 minutes. And that was a, it was a two-part feeling, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because one of the feelings was, hey, we just chilling, shooting the shit, you know. Uh, but that is also going to be the last time we have a conversation in that context. Right. We work together. 
But but boom, we'll we'll have more conversations in the future, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. Really good dude. But that's the last time. About to make me emotional, right? But that's the last time we'll have it in the context of two uh, co-workers just having that, you know, shop talk, whatever conversation that was. Yeah. And I, I felt like we were holding on to that moment for mm-hmm. like a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And so I would say like for the young sellers that might listen, you need those moments, no matter yeah. how hard they are to deal with, you know, don't. Don't push your friends away like Tish was doing back in uh, Japan. Yeah, yeah, don't you know do that. Because you need those moments. You do. You do. And I think like what I had to do after I started pushing people away and I figured out that's not the move. Mm-hmm. Um, then, because I was, I would be the same way when someone else had to leave too. It wasn't just when I had to leave. <laughs> <laughs> it was somebody else was leaving and you were close to me. I like... Like, okay, I'm going to start stepping away from you because, and I'll, like, when they, I act like they're not leaving in my head. Yeah. Like, oh, no, it's just a regular day. Like, they're going to be here tomorrow, even though they fly out the next day. Like, oh, no, I'll let them next week and, you know, we'll link up or something. Like, that's how I had to, like, wrap my head around it because, like you said, we get so close. Like, that is family, you know, after a while because you're away from you know, your birth family. So that's kind of like, we all we got. Yeah, you'd be tighter with some of them than your real family. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, my kids, like my friend circle that's out here, my kids, like, look at them like they're, they're their aunts, you know? They're yeah. on the emergency contact list, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> For the school. So, like, we are very close. And I think that's probably part of the reason why I decided to stay here because like I didn't want to uproot myself like I'm I'm happy here mm-hmm. and I didn't want to like have to start all the way back over and get new friends I ain't got time for that yeah. <laughs> I just I just rather keep the ones I got and you know roll with it but yeah like I value those relationships I look at them a lot different now the people that I've encountered like I decided that I'm going to look at the value and cherish that, cherish that friendship, cherish what we had in that moment, because that's what really made my career. It was the people. Because it like, yeah, you have the experiences and you, you know, you go underway and you do this and you do that. But what makes all of that memorable are the people that you do it with. So they can can make it or break it. Yeah. Oh, telling you yeah just like we were talking about earlier i have some leaders that i've come across yeah we're gonna get into that we're gonna get into that don't, 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 I, I got i got a little list i got a list we're gonna get into that teach we're gonna get into that man don't don't you know don't give them the buffet like you know don't give them but before we do my uh, my question to you is how's the experience so far with the va you know i'm in the beginning phase Actually, um, I haven't even had my very first appointment with the VA yet. I'm waiting on them to call me. Um, So I went through, there's a, because you can go through people who can help you with like putting your claim together. And so there's this one guy out here that's like really good. And so I contacted, you know, his secretary to get on his calendar and he, he'd be like booked up for like, I think it took like three weeks to get the mm-hmm. appointment. Um, and so 
I had my appointment with him last week or this this past week or this week. It was this week, this Thursday. And um, so I submitted the claim. Now I'm waiting. I'm waiting for um, VA to give me a call It'll probably be after the holidays to uh, mm-hmm. set set up my next appointment. So we'll see. We shall see. But I'm, that's probably one of the things that I'm between getting my DD-214 <laughs> so that I can get uh, my retirement pay on time yeah. and my VA disability and what that looks like. Because at the end of the day, I know I'm going to get the my retirement pay. I know that's coming. It's just a matter of when. That VA disability, though, they be playing with people. Yeah. You look you look pretty healthy, Tish. I'm not. I'm not. Okay. Yeah. Uh-uh. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you look pretty healthy. Hey, if anybody from the VA listening, <laughs> like, you know, me and Tish, Mm-mm. man. She, she, nope. She's still and playing that, basketball, soccer, swimming in Nah, that, that, that VA listener that you be, yeah. Hey, I'll let your girl. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I am your friend. <laughs> I yeah. need and, and, you. <laughs> and, and again, I hate to say this, right? Because we 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 mess this up all the time. But I got somebody from the VA that we plan to talk to soon, right? Whatever okay. I say that it don't happen. But I'm sure this one's gonna happen. Um, another question I got. Okay. Oh, I I just thought of something too. Hold on. <clears throat> If we do do a live PTSF show, so it ain't PTSF live, like live on YouTube or nothing. Like we talk about live, like in person, right? Mm-hmm. If we do do a PTSF live, just for the listeners, the first place we going to do it is Cali, right? Mm-hmm. So for the listeners, if y'all could think of the second place to do it, our third place to do it, let us know. But I know the first place we going to do it is Cali, Washington State, for some reason. We get a lot of listens from Washington State, too. Mm. And then maybe Norfolk. But Cali is 100% the first place. Yeah. Um, you know, Mississippi, dead last. <laughs> That's right, Damon. <laughs> That's right, Damon. <laughs> it's like that. Hey, we love y'all, too. Uh, uh, my, y'all my just going to be question. last, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Standout mentors. Can you think of any standout mentors? Oh, yeah. Um, there's and actually... these are mentors. Mentors. Yes. There's, okay. there's actually more good than bad. Um, one of them is YNCM um, Donella Anderson. She was actually... Uh-huh. Uh, she just retired last year. And um, I wanted her to be my guest speaker. But unfortunately, her son graduates high school like yeah. the day after. And so they got family coming in and she tried to like work it in her schedule, but it just didn't r- work out too well. And I didn't want to like, you know, really put that on her. And mm-hmm. so, um, but I met her at my second duty station and she's mm-hmm. been like my sea mama ever since. Like, yeah, not until I came back. So I met her in 20, 2006. Yeah, 2006 when I went to um, Hawaii yeah. and I wasn't stationed with her anymore or stationed in the same geographic location as her anymore until I came out here in Cali in 2016. But no matter where I was in my career, I've always been able to just call her up. We've always kept in contact. Um, and so she's been like a, a pivotal part, of, like the longest standing you know, see mama that I've ever had. Like I learned so much. She was just always had like this calm demeanor. She she was the goat of the YN community. Like I feel like if you don't mm. know her, 
then you ain't you ain't a real YN. That's like Damn. your I'll take your YN yeah, card. <laughs> Yeah. She she's the goat. Um, she stayed in the full thirty, you know, yeah. and just very well known, well respected. Three owed it. Yeah, well respected throughout the community, throughout all the admin community. And what um, made you? What what drew you to her? Like um, what made you feel like you know? She was. What made she her just, so memorable. She is a person like, you know, when you talk about like having conversations with your sailor. Mm-hmm. Getting to know them, um, talking to she never talked to us crazy, never talked to us crazy. But we had so much respect for her, like letting her down was just like, oh, you never wanted to let her down. She wasn't gonna fuss at you. Yeah, she was. She wasn't gonna you know get all crazy with you or nothing like that. She's just gonna ask you a couple questions and make sure you know what you did was wrong and how you gonna fix it. Um, but she was. Like the way that she, her leadership style mm-hmm. and for her to be so old school, you know, age wise, you know, the, the the Navy that she came up in, for her to be, come up in that Navy and still have like, just you feel seen, you feel heard, you feel cared about, your family feels cared about. Um, and like, she really like, she was just there, you know? Yeah. So she she was like the biggest part of like she's like the longest standing one. And then I had another one um who's also a YN. <laughs> she's a mass chief now too. Um she's overseas. But um she's she was the one cuz like I've always been like this southern like sweet don't want to rock the boat, you know, um type girl like very timid and um, this senior chief, she taught me how to be, or mass chief now, she taught me how to be a little bit rougher around the edge because she was rough. She yeah. will let your ass have it, no matter who you were, even the admiral. <laughs> but, <laughs> but she got, she knew what she, she was very smart, um, very like methodical about everything, very well thought out. She just knew how to get what she wanted. Yeah. And how to get what her people like? She was a bulldog, and so I learned a lot from being with her. And like, especially, I met her as a first class, and so I had to like coming into the chief's mess. You got to have that bulldog mentality, like when it comes to being a leader. And so I learned that from her. So now I, I have my switch that I can turn on and turn off as needed, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she, she was a second big part of it too. So, um, and then my other one, oh, and her name is, um, uh, Mashif Rose, mm-hmm. Mashif Rose. And so she's overseas right now. And then another one, there's been so many, yeah, but you ain't going to run them all off. We ain't about to I'm run not, all gonna, of I'm not going to, this, gonna this go the, Top, this the what, last, <laughs> yeah, this oh, is my yeah, top three. Top this is my top three. Um, Arletta Scott. Oh, Arletta? Yeah. Shout out to Arletta. Arletta. She just sent me up there. She texted me. Man, that's, so, and I say with her, like, we didn't even, so she's my LN mentor. Mm-hmm. And we, 
just she just became my mentor when I got out to Cali. So yeah, I got to Cali in 2016. I may have started. She started being my mentor maybe 20 like 17. But I liked how she rocked. She was just like very straight shooter, very fair. She gonna tell you, you know, right from wrong. She's not gonna, you know, try to sugarcoat anything. Um, but she's also gonna be like talk to you like a like you're a human being, like you're an adult too, you know. And yeah. so when I was going through some tough times, getting along with certain people, <laughs> yeah. And she really helped me between her. And um, Donella Anderson, they really helped me to navigate through getting, um, working with a difficult personality. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah she, she, was, she was huge when it came to yeah. that. So, and yeah. I know Arletta too, right? Arletta, she actually, she just hit me up when I, I posted something that might have seemed like I was going through something. And she hit me up um, and reached out to me. Um, I don't post things like that. But I, like I was just tired one morning. You yeah. know what I mean? Somebody asked me how was I doing, and they just kept they kept walking after they they asked me how I was doing. I'm like, mm. damn! Like I was about to tell you how I was doing. <laughs> like, they, kept, they kept walking. But at some point that day, I let it, and it it happened right around the time that the Master Chief results came out too. Mm. Um, so I let it, I let it hit me up, and I know she, you know, she one of the ones I know that's pulling for me to make it. But I, I, I'm not, I'm not up for Master Chief yet. I, I'll be up next year, right? But uh, she hit me up. She reached out. She is talking to me. About a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, what I like about Arletta was, is that she's just super real. She's mm-hmm. like one of the realest. Like, you know, when I look in the room, I can see people like, well, I feel like I think that I can see when somebody being authentic, when right. somebody being this, that, that. Arletta seems very authentic. Like yes. my first time talking to her, mm-hmm. it was a real kind of, it just felt like somebody I know. Like yep. I was talking to somebody from, from the house. Absolutely. Um, that part, which then made our letter be like one of the people that if I'm going in a room, because I'd be in a room briefing leaders and stuff like that. Um, if I'm going in this room briefing the leaders, for some reason, my eyes would always find our letter mm. to see the look, you know, and I'm not looking for approval, but it don't feel bad seeing our letter looking. And if she looking like confused a little bit, right. I might elaborate. Because you know you gonna, gonna see it on her face. Yeah, like if she looking confused, then I'm like, oh shit. Like, right, let me elaborate. Let me explain what this. Right. But if I'm looking and she and she looking like, oh, oh yeah, nah, I get it. Then I'm like, all right, I could, you know, You're keep good. moving. Yeah. And then there's also times where somebody might have thrown out some like BS or whatever. Or let her be there to like stomp it out. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, chill. Let him go. He got this. You know, he doing this because you know when you get up and briefing and stuff, you gotta be vulnerable to right. people bullshit. So I let her, she be the one like, nah, they know what they talk about. Boom, boom, boom. Let them go. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I respect that because sometimes people just want to sit there and watch you get like the fruit thrown at you or whatever like that. Right. She'd be like, nah, they cool. And then that give you like that, that, that burst of energy and surge of confidence. So, and I didn't spend much time with, with our letter, but about probably like a year. And, um, you know, cause we was in the same chief's mess. Yeah. Um, and, and I got, I got so much respect for her, but like yeah. I said, she, and, 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 and for her, to step back, reach out to me and be like, yo, you know, if you need something, you're going through something, hit me up. That's like one of the realest. A, a lot of people don't do that. Like, yeah. You know, a lot of people don't do that. Super That's genuine. a lot of weight with that shit. Like, yes. like people don't do that because it's a lot of, I, I don't do that with everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If I do that, 
I understand the weight that comes with that. It's a lot right. of weight to tell somebody to hit you up if they need something. Right. It's a lot of weight. They right. Might, somebody might need some money. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what they about to ask for. Right. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of weight with that. You got to be careful with that. And mm-hmm. the, the fact that she de- definitely did that with me. Um, hats off to our letter. Yeah. Letter, we, we just gave our letter seven minutes. Man. Seven, seven whole minutes. <laughs> seven minutes of our letter, man. <laughs> Shout out to you. Um, your favorite leader now. Not mentor, but leader. Hmm. It would have to be my favorite leader. That you worked with. Gotta be somebody you work with. You can't Gotta be somebody I worked with. Admiral okay. Nimitz. Yeah, you can't okay. say, say Admiral Nimitz. <laughs> Yeah, the way Admiral Farragut controlled that shit. Like, gotta be somebody. <laughs> okay, there. so okay, this one is a technical one. I technically worked with under this person, Obama. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, don't do that. The no, we ain't gonna let you Barack do that. Me and the audience ain't gonna o- let you do that. B- get to another one, but the <laughs> Barack Obama, you talking about facing adversity, like, and then to do it so well, like, oh, that man, like, character-wise, great person, he's a good leader, he's a good, he, he speaks well, you know, it's like, dang, this dude, he, he is just like the full package, and it's a lot of people who can't argue with how he is on either side, like they liked him as a person on either side. Like a lot of people could like really relate to him from so high up. He's the freaking president and yeah, everybody I, could relate. I'm flabbergasted right now that you, that you talk, that you picked Obama. I, listen, it's Obama. The way to rock Johnson for me. To, for, <laughs> Tara Mata. It is. Johnson, Tara Mata I served Obama. with him. I served right, with him. All right, who else? Who okay. Else? Um, I Man, think it hard? would have, because it, it's been so many good ones, but I think I would have to go back again to... Don't say Captain Crozier even. No, 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 no. I would have to go back chip? again to um to Donella Anderson, but I'm trying mm. to think of another one. Um, officers. any Like any officers, though? Yes. Yes. He's an admiral now. Um, if he's still active. Um, Mets. So I served with him when I was at my second duty station in Hawaii. Um and so this was like twenty sixteen time frame. Super smart. He was like the Obama. Like his personality, (laughs) going back to Obama, (laughs) his personality is very much the way Obama is. Uh Like very calm, like well thought out. He spoke well. Um, And he was, he was a black captain and I had never really seen a whole lot of those at that time. And he was the CEO of a, a, it was I was at ESGA NSGA was what it's called now it's called NIOC but um one of those crypto commands and Mm -hmm. you already like at a command like that you already don't see a lot of color 
Um, it ain't that diverse. Right. You, you don't you don't really see a whole lot of it. There, there, there's some in there, but you don't really see a whole lot of it. And uh he was just like that dude, you know? Mm-hmm. Um he treated so, everybody so well. Like he was he was probably one of my favorite, but he he went on and made Admiral, actually. So yeah. yeah. Shout yep. out to him. Shout Before out. I ask you your next question, yes. it's something that I've learned through TikTok, right? Mm-hmm. So we talk a lot about leadership, right? right. I talked about D Guts earlier. And I mm-hmm. think when he was talking about leadership, he was talking to commanding officers and uh, people of that stature. Right. We, we talk a lot about leadership. I think a lot of times we talk about leadership, we talk about khaki, period, right? right? But more so, we talk about chiefs and senior chiefs, master chiefs, because we're in the chiefs mess, so we kind of like to hold ourselves accountable. Right. Right. So we do that when we talk about leadership. But being on TikTok and actually like, it's a lot of engagement on there. Mm-hmm. Like people engage, they listen, and they comment about a certain post. And we'll, and we'll start incorporating a lot of those conversations into the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. But um, one of the things that I found out from talking to a lot of sellers is the PO1s, first classes, when a lot of junior sellers talk about uh, leadership. Oh, yeah. First classes are a part of that group. Right. I didn't know that. So yeah. when we talk, when junior sellers are talking about a leadership problem, mm-hmm. it's like first classes and up. Right. That shit opened my eyes yeah. you know, a little bit, you know, because I was on a ship and I felt like first classes were like, and when we had a conversation about this on a pod before, but I felt like first classes were like losing that, like, uh, leadership edge that they had mm-hmm. when I was a junior seller. But just hearing, when, like actually asking sellers, because I'm like, well, who was this? Was it your chief or, or what? And they like, no, these, this was a first class. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and now through like several chats, a lot of sellers that's blaming their leadership for being toxic, they talk about first classes. Right. Yeah. It threw me off. Yeah. Because I've been taking a lot of the ownership, like, yo, what we need to do, we, but it's still a part of shit that we need to do because we need to figure Fig- out Right. What the disconnect is right mm-hmm. here. Like, you know, these first classes. So so a lot of times, so then it made me think like, and we're going to get back into you. I don't want to keep this like too much. But it made me think these same sellers, they watching some of these first classes go to the mess. Right. So that, right. that you know, that's not going to fix whatever you thinking there, about the mess. Right. If you're watching somebody that you already think is toxic, go to a place that you already think is questionable. It's never mm-hmm. going to fix it. Yeah. So we that so that's the part that we gotta really engage with. We're gonna have a whole lot more junior sellers on here uh in the future because they all be in the inbox, like, hey, what yeah. I'm coming on? Hey, <laughs> I got something what to say. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll talk to them and we're we gonna talk to them, you know, and I want y'all to know if you're listening, if you're a junior seller, we gonna talk to you, right? My first question I'm probably gonna ask everybody, because this is what I do even with my people, is what can you do better? Mm-hmm. What can you do better? And then we can have whatever conversation we're going to have, but we definitely, we want to figure out what that disconnect is when it, come, when it comes to that. Right. For the first classes that's listening, right? Don't take what, that, what we just said as an indictment against PO1s, mm-hmm. right? Because we've been talking about chiefs for the last three years or whatever. <laughs> I just found out that they looping first classes into leadership. the leadership thing. So I right. was just shocked by that shit. Right. I was shocked by that. I didn't know that. I thought yeah. leadership was us and above, like chiefs and above. No. 
No, yeah, he's starting at the first class level. Yeah. Yeah, that, it caught me off guard, yeah. yo. Yeah. You know, it's, it's been a lot of them, yo. Oh, yeah. And, and I think like we started like the, what is it? CPO 360 or no. Sailor, Sailor 360. You know, yeah. 365, 360. I, um, I think that's supposed to like be helping with that because like you just throw them in these leadership positions and they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. But you got to be vulnerable. You, you got to be vulnerable. At, at 360, wherever, you got to be vulnerable. Right. You can't, you can't be on that high horse, man. You right. have to be vulnerable. You're right. Uh, least favorite leader. What's your least favorite leader, Tisha? And you don't got to say the person's name. Okay. You can if you, if you want to smoke. I ain't going to say their name. I'm not going to say their name. I'm not going to say their name. However, I will just say um, this person um, was one of the ones that I had to like, you know, bring my mentors in close in uh-huh. dealing with this person. Um, very. Um, how should I say? So I will say I I became a chief and I was like, oh, you know, excited about going into the mess and like this brother sisterlyhood. And it was straight while I was in agreement with them. But as soon as they did something um, that was like, uh, I felt like they did something wrong towards the sailor and mm-hmm. I wasn't going to back you up on that. I'm, I'm going to call you out and I'm going to call you out in front of like, the call out happened in front of somebody else. Like she was lying on a sailor and I was like, yeah. nah, like that's not true. And um, after that point, things just were like completely different between- This was a CMC? Did I say that? No, but it's uh, <laughs> we we saying least favorite leader, so I'm trying to figure out. It was but. a it was a leader. She she was a okay, leader. All right, it was a she leader. was in the leadership position. <laughs> okay. I was like, dang, did right, I we say? We ain't gonna say too much, say too right? Much. Um, but things just kind of got very different after that, and then afterwards, I just kind of felt like she was just always looking for something wrong. Mm-hmm. Like when it came to me, like she's always like pointing stuff, trying to point stuff out, and um, and so it it just became like a very unhealthy type of like leader subordinate type of mm. relationship. Um, and I just always felt like she was because of how she was. I just always felt like she was like gunning against me. And and I did find out, you know, through other people that like like stuff that she was doing like behind closed doors. But luckily, you know, I had other my mentors that I would talk to and they were they were just very like Nella like she's very like don't worry about it don't worry about yeah. it and I used to be like ah uh-uh, I want to do this and do that she's like nah don't worry about it just keep doing you like okay she threw you this this loop all right how you gonna fix it how you gonna work it out like that's what you yeah. need to be focused on and so I did I, I had to start like just really focusing on me and my mental health because like that was like a real, um, that was the first time that I've ever like been like, hey, I need to go talk to somebody to get this out because otherwise it's going to be a situation. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. it's going to be a situation and I ain't trying to go down like that. Like, I, I may not hurt myself, but you say what? I'm like two clicks away. Yeah. <laughs> two clicks right. away. But, um, I, um, I had to like really focus on me and I, I think I was going through some things personally too. So, that being added to it did not help at all. Um, and so I had to, again, just figure out, okay, how am I going to work this? This person, you know, is not going to change. I can't change who this person is and how they are. I just have to learn how to one, protect myself and how to navigate around it. Um, so yeah, that, that's like the tough part, right? Yes. That's like the tough part about being in. Like sometimes you got to wait for somebody to transfer. Right. Like like you really go through this type of shit. Yeah. Right? And, and I think like one of the hardest things about dealing with adversity sometimes is just that, that mm-hmm. the shock factor that you're dealing with adversity. Right. You be, you be going through that so much like, man, I got to go through this. I didn't wake up to have to deal with this bullshit and all that. Right. And like I, I, I myself, like, so sometimes like I, I might say something like, it's not the command, it's you. Like mm. some, some blanket statement like that. But I myself, I trained myself to, all right, it's, it's adversity, right? Dealing with adversity. I hope I said adversity the first couple of times too. Yeah. And didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. Just on the tip of I would have called you out. No, you're good. You said it. <laughs> but it's like, all right, it's adversity. Okay. I see it. I recognize it. Mm-hmm. Let me work. Right. Let me work. Let me work. Let me work. A lot of time we'd be like, I can't believe this happening to me. It's this, right. that, it's that, it's that. Right. It, for me, that's my advice. That's the way I get through yeah. dealing, with a, dealing with adversity. It's here. Mm-hmm. I don't, after that, it's like pain in my body and all of that stuff. Like, yeah. okay, I have it. Like, got it. I got to get through this shit. Right. You know what I'm How saying? How are you going to deal with it? Yeah. I, I mean, in a perfect world, should we have to deal with it? No. No. But it's here. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, you know, that's my thing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think that's, that was the pivotal moment for me. And mm-hmm. then I started to kind of laugh at some of the things. Right. Yeah. I, <laughs> right. It, it, right. Like it becomes yeah. like you see what they're doing. Doing this. And <laughs> right. Like you're just doing too much. Yeah. Why? <laughs> like you yeah. put in all of this energy into trying to do something towards me. And it was funny because I started to see how, like, the things that they were trying to do, like, or she was trying to do, it wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like, okay, cool. Like, I felt like a sense of protection. Like, all right, she's doing all this craziness, but, and she's trying to do this and trying to, she's doing too much. But at the end of the day, I'm protected, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of would just like laugh. And then um, I was the one that transferred first. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because, not really funny, but um, I had a mental health scare with my son. And so I had to go on home duty. And that's how I ended up leaving that command. And it's, so, it, it's crazy because like somebody can be like wreaking havoc in your life and then something bad happens to you. And they're like, oh, let me know if you need anything. And they're why in the hell am I going to call yeah. you? <laughs> If I need something like, no. And I actually did not. Um, I went and talked to someone else. Yeah. Can I jump in right there? Yeah. So uh, the reason why I'm asking that, you know, because some people think that being in the military is being that way. Yeah. You know, so when, 
when a real life situation happened, they click back to some real like, life oh, who they yeah. really are. Like, mm-hmm. yo, I can help you and do that. But some people, because the way they came up, the people yeah. they came under, they think you got to be a bitch or you right. got to be an asshole. Especially That's women. That's part of the military experience. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. I've dealt with that too in a, a, a little bit. Yeah. Same kind of situation. Right. And I'm like, yo, this is weird. But then when like real life shit happened, the person was in my corner. Yeah. You know, so I, I deal with that too. That's all I wanted to say. Yeah. This person, I, I didn't really want them to be in my corner. I feel you. <laughs> I was like, nah, because you had me laying up on the shrinks uh, uh, couch. Like, like I'm really like, because I'm I'm naturally a happy person. I I think the best of everybody. I try not to do bad towards people, and I just be expecting the same thing in return. So when somebody like really do something like shady or do things over and over again that shady, I'd be like. Dang! Like yeah, it, hurt. it does. It does. Yeah. It's like fuck. Like people really ain't shit sometimes. <laughs> yep. yep. They just want to watch the world burn. I got right. that as a topic for our next. Uh, oh episode. yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Burn. Yep. So um, yeah. But you know, shout out to all those you know to Nella and and Arletta for and I didn't even know Nella and Arletta know each other. I didn't find that mm-hmm. out till last year that they 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 know each other. And so um I'm like, okay, got it. That makes a lot of sense. But yeah. um yeah. yeah, they helped me through um a lot a lot of those, you know, that that hard time. So Yeah. So what was your favorite uh, moment in the Navy? Maybe you got more than one, but what was your favorite? Um I would say my favorite moment was making chief. Mm. because I had worked so hard and I had sacrificed yeah. so much. Um, when, so I was an LN or I am an LN, but you know, it's hard for us to get on ships. So it's hard for us to be competitive. And so I ended up going to Okinawa and I was there for 10 months without my family. And uh, when they came out, I was still like grinding hard once they came out to Okinawa. So I was going to school, um, taking college courses, going underway, trying to get my pen and staying engaged, had collateral duties that were like heavy hitter collateral duties, doing this, doing that. I like really inundated myself into the Navy because I knew that duty station, I didn't know what was going to come after it. Inundated, huh? I inundated. You you pulled that word out because David ain't here? Nah, 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 nah. (laughs) I thought shot at David real quick. Oh, that word out there. Yeah, yeah. My bad, Master Chief. My bad. <laughs> Calling him Master well, Chief. Pending. pending. Pending Master Chief. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I really like submerged myself into it because I ain't know mm-hmm. what duty station I was going to have after that. That was as close as my detailer could get me to sea duty was being embarked yeah. every a shore base sea duty where we embark on a ship. Um, and so I had it was like go hard or go home right now. And um, because of that, though, it was like I kind of had to like like the home home base. Like I need y'all to be self sufficient. <laughs> okay? I need y'all to like my now ex husband. I really had to lean on him to like essentially like be the the house dad, kind of like the taking care of the kids and and the dinner because I would 
I would, when I wasn't underway, I would still be coming home late. Yeah. Um, and then on the weekends, now I'm trying to get all my schoolwork done. So I would lock myself up in the dining room so I can try to knock out all this stuff for these um, paralegal courses I was taking. So I was a very, I was very absent. I will say that. Yeah. But shout I, out to the military spouse husbands. Shout right. Out to the military shout out to the military spouse, spouse husbands. husbands. Shout out to <laughs> house dads and stuff holding yeah. down the crib, man. Y'all are the unsung heroes who don't ever get for real love. Shout out to you. For real. Because it is, I feel like it's harder for men too because you're a man. And like that wasn't what he wanted. And I kind of like, like, well, this is, this is how it is. Like, this is what it's going to have to be. And um, yeah, it it really caused a strain on our marriage for real, for real. Um, and like we never really recovered from it. Mm-hmm. And so I felt once I made I came here, and then I made chief shortly after. It was like okay, so all of that wasn't in vain. <laughs> yeah. There was a method to the madness. Like yeah, I had I had to crunch down and do that, and I had to like you know at the at the sacrifice of my family, but. I was able to reap the benefit so that I could like not really pump the brakes, but it's like, okay, I did this. I I did what I was supposed to do. I did the formula. Now let me go and, you know, pour back into my family. And um, so it was like such a pivotal moment. Like, all right, I made it. My family's still intact. Shortly thereafter, <laughs> We got a divorce, but I was yeah. like, okay, I made it with my family in tow. Um, and I, I just felt like it was real huge for like the people who poured into me too. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. just my accomplishment, like the people that I've named and so many others in my past that I've come across who have helped me. Um, even to like, there was a senior chief who looked at my evals. I had been stationed mostly with like Jags before Mm -hmm. that and not really like knowing like how my evals should look. So when she read my evals, she was like, these written like offset fit ropes. (laughs) She's, Mm. she was like, yeah, yeah. Cause like, it was all about like, oh, she's great at work. Like she is amazing. And there was other things that I was doing that didn't, make it into my eval because as officers like they don't really put a lot of value in the collateral duties they yeah. they put value in doing your job especially in the job in the ja- in the jag corps so it was written very officer jag like yeah. and when she read it she was just like you gonna have to wait for these to fall off like she was very honest like you gonna have to wait for these to fall off but this is what you need to do mm. And had I not had that honest feedback, um, I probably wouldn't have understood. Like, I probably wouldn't have gone as hard as I did because I knew I had lost time to make up for. And yeah. so, so when she read it, she was just like, she was flipping back and forth. Like, who signed this? This is, she was like so annoyed. <laughs> And I was like, you ain't even got to go in on my emails like this. Well, it's annoying. It's yes. annoying. I know you've been through it now, too. It's annoying right. when somebody eval look, look like, like it's man. looking. Like, who <laughs> shut you up like this? Right. Like, and that's this? exactly her attitude. When she was looking like, yeah. who signed this? She was looking yeah. like, what chief signed this eval looking like this? Like, who did this? 
Yeah. Um, I just looked over somebody's record and I'm like, like, yo, why would they do you like this, man? Right, right. I they was look like, at your last email for they wrote this one and no right. saw that that one was bullshit. So maybe you right. should make this one. Like, you know, it's a lot with that. Yeah. And she was like, oh, you need to do this. Like, you don't have this on there. And I was like, oh, yeah, I did. I did this and that. And she was like, yeah. it ain't on here. It ain't if on it here. ain't on here, it ain't happening. Or you got it on the front and it's not on the back. Oh, she ripped my yeah. evals. Because a lot apart. of people, a lot of young sellers, a lot of us don't know that right. the eval is it. Right. It ain't nothing else. Mm-hmm. People try to do these cover letters and all that. And right. I get it. I'm not going to hate on them. Right. But the eval, it ain't, it's nothing else that they looking at after mm-hmm. a while. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Your chief can't go talk about you. Those command, um, recommendation letters and stuff, that's basic writing stuff. Like you right. can copy that from somebody else's joint. Right. Them evals is the only, only thing, thing speak for you. Yep. You know, a lot of sellers don't know. Yeah, we ask y'all for these brag sheets. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll get on my soapbox for a minute. We ask y'all yes. for these brag sheets. Y'all giving us bullshit. Yeah. That ain't the BS. <laughs> we the BS we want is a brag sheet. The right. BS y'all giving <laughs> that's us it. Is some bullshit. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, like like be be for real, because mm-hmm. that's really that eval is it. That's it. Everything. You right. got to submit your, like, don't nothing that you get your PSR and all that, but that's that eval. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Megan Chief, Megan Chief was your favorite. That moment, was my right? favorite moment because I did it for everybody. Yeah. And it, it was hard. It was a lot of, uh, a lot of things you had to. It was. Uh, and LNs is very um, competitive. Yeah. So, it's um, very competitive and it, it's hard to make it when you're not stationed on the ship, too. And yeah. so, so what was your least favorite? What was your least favorite moment? Um, are you gonna ask me about an embarrassing moment? No. I okay, so my probably my least favorite, and it's well, no, 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 no. Let me retract that. Let me retract that. I'm going to retract I'm it because you ain't saying nothing yet. I'm going to do an embarrassing moment too. I'm going to do it because I was about to say this embarrassing moment, but I'm going to do an embarrassing moment. But my least favorite moment, I would say, was in 2017, I think it was. <laughs> I love um, talking to Hey, I love, hey, for the listeners, I love talking to women, man. Because we got to give you a date. Because the time, the date matters for this shit. Like, like, like. Because you got to know how long ago it was. You got to know how long ago. You got to know how long. Back in my 1935. I thought it was just my wife. Like, I'm like, yo. Mm -mm. But like, as we do this podcast and I talk to more like women, I'm like, damn, y'all. We really got it. I don't know why when it happened matters. Yeah. And then y'all be like messed up about it too. Like, right, like when was it like, again? It was, like, uh, and let's say you let's say you get into the story, then no, it wasn't 2018. <laughs> it was 2019. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I'm telling you, it's for real, for real. Um right, so but it goes along with what we were talking about earlier with like losing shipmates. So mm. one of my sailors um actually died. And so what happened. He was a person that struggled with mental health already, you know, and um, he was being, um, I don't know if he was medically retiring, but he was going to be separated, which he he wanted, you know, so he was happy about that. He was going to get, you know, a good disability and all that stuff. So he was happy. Um, And you know how you're going through your, um, 
your medical, addressing any medical issues on your way out the door to, you know, get them taken care of before you, while you're on active duty. And so he had to have uh, outpatient surgery. And I went to go pick him up. And um, he was like, it was surgery on his nose. So I went to go pick him up. He was having like uh, bleeding issues. Like he, he just kept bleeding. And like mm. the doctor was like being very nonchalant for real, for real. The nurse, he seemed um, concerned about the amount of blood that he was that he was losing. And then the doctor came in. He was like, well, you know, you just had surgery. So that's normal. <laughs> like, yeah. like mm. no shit, Sherlock. Um, and so he was like, well, you know, we're going to keep you here overnight. We're not going to let you go home because it was supposed to be outpatient. He was like, we're going to keep you here overnight because we don't want you to go home. And, you know, the, the uncomfortableness, you know, we're going to put a camera in your nose and figure out what's going on and blah, blah, blah. So the next, they told me, you know, come get him tomorrow. So that they're going to give me a call and let me know when he was ready or he would give me a call. Somebody would give me a call. So the next morning I get up, I'm planning my day around, okay, this is what I got to do, but I got to make sure, you know, I go to get him. Like that was my priority for today is, was to go get him. So I get to work and then, um, you know, they have a meeting, like all the chiefs have to go in with the SEL. All the officers have to go in with the XO or CO. I think it was XO. And they tell us that he passed away. Like they took him into surgery overnight and then he passed away. And that was the closest death that I had. And he wasn't even like, he was my sailor for, cause I had just turned over maybe like a few months ago, but his attitude, he was like one of those people that everybody wanted to be around. And when you were around him, you were laughing. And he, but the, it was crazy because he always had like these mental health issues and like there have been times when um, I've had to like go to his house, you know, because he sent me a wild text message and, and, and I'm now I'm at your house. Like, yo, where you at? <laughs> like calling the police, yeah. like, Hey, I need to make sure he's, he's okay. Um, and so, but he was still, a joy to be around like he he his goal was making everybody around him happy yeah, and like, like robin like a robin williams kind of yeah very story. much so yeah. very much so making everybody laugh i can always tell when he was down in when he was in my hallway because he worked in another hallway i can always tell when he was in my hallway because that's when i would hear laughter yeah and he like whenever we would interact it was always great um he would go like it was almost like he, well, because he had these suicidal thoughts, you know, he kind of lived his life unapologetically because he didn't know how long he could like not do it. So like he would just be like, just living. And I used to be like, this dude is just living life. Like, oh, I'm chief, I'm at a Lauryn Hill concert. He would like send me, sending me messages and like showing me the Lauryn Hill concert and stuff like that. Um, That's stressful in itself, going to see her. <laughs> right, because you don't know if she's going to be there on time yeah. or if she's going to come. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and so, um, I had to, that was, that was my first time losing somebody and I was in a leadership position. Mm. And so, I had to be strong for my sailors and especially since he was such a good person. Um, 
I had to like go to his house and inventory his stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I had to get his uniform ready. That was hard. That was so, so hard. And that actually taught me, like at that point, I realized that I wasn't really living. I was just kind of going through life. Mm. Um, Cause you know, when death happens close to you, you kind of start to think about things and think things over. And so yeah. um, he became like part of my why. So like on my desk at work, you had the picture of my kids and then I had his um, obituary. So he became like heavy in like why I do what I do, you know, and, and why I never wanted to like just discount a sailor like during those hard numbers when they getting on your nerves. <laughs> yeah. When they, when they touching that last nerve, you be like, all right, let me, let me be patient. Let me be calm. Let me try to, um, work through this issue because it can be real tired working with sailors in their issue. And like, he was somebody it, like it, he needed a lot because he was going through emotionally a lot and it, it was taxing yeah. on me. But even before his death, you know, it was taxing, like getting a text message, you know, seven o'clock in the morning when somebody is contemplating suicide, that just shook yeah. my whole day, you know? Yeah. And I gotta, I gotta, to yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot to deal with. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, because he was like hot, hot and cold. Like one day he's on top of the world. The next day he's like at the lowest of the low. And I had to be there in yeah. both places and, yeah, and in between. But um, that was like the worst, the worst moment. Because, yeah, because yeah, it was just like, dang, like I, I just saw you yesterday. Like I'm trying to pick you up and and I never thought it would be like that either. But I, I still to this day, every year, his family does a balloon release. Um, and me and a couple other people will jump on the live, their Zoom call. And um, we are we're a part of it every, every single year. And I plan to do that every year as long as I can um, still being a part mm-hmm. of that. So that was the worst moment. Yeah. It, but it was the biggest uh, teaching moment, though, I would say. Yeah. Cause that completely turned actually shortly thereafter was when I got a divorce. I decided to, <laughs> it's, it's, it's time to live. I'm not really living. <laughs> but like, really I living. realized like, cause I started like wanting more for my happiness and uh-huh. being more cognizant of like, what am I doing day to day? How do I feel day to day? And what is what I'm currently doing? How does that make me feel? And so I was just like, you know what? Like some things have to change. I can't keep, you know, going through life just day by day, just like being, just existing and not yeah. really enjoying how I'm living my life and being cognizant of, of how I'm doing it. So that's why now y'all be seeing me. Okay. That's because <laughs> I, I, I think, I think, Women give up so much of themselves. Yeah. Like in relationships. And we could probably talk about, I don't want to have relationship talk right now, but I think y'all give up so much of yourselves in these relationships. And sometimes we don't ask y'all to, Mm -hmm. but sometimes we also don't catch it. And sometimes we also don't like stop y'all from 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 doing doing it. it. Yeah. And it's not, that's not, I'm not speaking. I know when people talk about relationships, it's like you speaking to everybody. I'm not speaking to everybody's situation. I'm speaking about a lot of what I see. Right. Um, you know, we could probably talk about that, that some other time. 
But that moment, that coming to Jesus moment you had, I had that watching uh, Avengers when uh, Tony Stark, when Tony Stark died. I'm like, damn, we are not going to be here forever. And not Tony Stark. Think, Wait a minute. Tony Stark died. <laughs> I had a real fucking moment. I'm like, yo, I'm going to get old and die. Yeah. And then it's a whole nother part of this thing that that is either that either exists. Or don't fucking exist. Right. But I'm gonna be I'm gonna be old and die. And I looked over at my wife and I'm like, you know, in the next life or whatever happens next, is she still my wife? Do I still mm-hmm. like what happens or whatever? What happened? It was, yeah. But it was when Tony Stark was dying. But it wasn't necessarily tied to Tony Stark dying. It was more tied to when I was young, my granddad, he wanted to watch Will Smith play Ali. Mm-hmm. He wanted to watch that like so bad. Like yeah. he knew about it years in advance, right? That's how mm-hmm. I like that's how I am with movies, right? So he knew about it at the announcement. And that's all he wanted to do. And he didn't live to see that shit. Right. Mm-hmm. So as as I was watching Avengers, you know, I'm like, damn, like I've actually lived to see like Avengers play out, right? It's small yeah. and petty, right? But a lot of my life is kind of drawn in through movies and stuff, right? Because I, I love uh, movies. But I'm like, one day I'm going to be my granddad age. And it's yeah. going to be like something I want to do or see or something I'm waiting for mm-hmm. that like I'm not going to see. And in all actuality, on the other side of all of this, it's not going to matter to me. Right. You know, I probably see some greater things or whatever or not. Who, who knows? But it's like that time comes to everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? We don't really ask for it, but that time comes. And it hit me watching... Iron Man dying Avengers. I don't, I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't know how that was the bridge that connected everything, but it was crazy. Yeah. But what, like, have you lost, you know, just to kind of keep into that conversation, have you lost any family members um, while you were in the service? Yes, actually my dad. Um, um, and this was, <laughs> I'm going back again, 2016. When I first got to um, San Diego, and like yeah. I mentioned before how my mom was in an abusive relationship. Well, that was with my dad. And so mm-hmm. my, me and my dad didn't have the best relationship. Um, and so I left Japan. I came here. I was supposed to go home on leave. And I was like, nah. I don't think I'm going to go. And my brothers are like, hey, I think you should come home. Dad isn't looking real good. Like, we all, we just, we just don't know why you should come home. And he wasn't like in the hospital or anything, um, but he was like a heavy drinker. And so, yeah. you know, with like what comes, like the health issues that kind of goes along yeah. with people who drink heavy over the course of a bunch of years. And so um, I was like, Nah, he's old and mean. They live forever. <laughs> he's going to outlive all of us. So I ain't going home. And at the end of the day, he's never sacrificed anything for me. So why am I going to do that? Like, yeah. I'll come home when I come home. I'll be home Christmas. If I come home now, then I can't come home for Christmas. And I haven't spent Christmas home because our family are like huge when it comes to like Christmas. We have like a, hol- a Christmas party, Christmas Eve party every year. As long as I can remember, we've always done that. And so I was looking, after coming from Japan, I was really looking forward to being able to go to a Christmas Christmas Eve party again. And so I was like, I'm not coming home early and then missing out on Christmas Eve because I can't do both, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I decided not to go. And that was 
August when I reported, like July, August timeframe. And then he died in November, like two mm. weeks, I think, two, three weeks before um, I was supposed to go home. And so that was like huge for me for a number of reasons. One, I didn't go home when I should have. And then two, we never really had the chance to like rebuild our relationship. Um, I had tried before, but you know, old black men, (laughs) Mm -hmm. they just lack accountability. And he yeah. lacked a whole lot of accountability and didn't want to talk about it, didn't want to address anything. So like the things that were hurting me from my past, like I couldn't address that with him. And so I actually had to forgive him in after he died. Like that was a whole thing that I had to go through. And even like up until like our conversation with Chip, I realized then that I had kind of forgiven him. Like I said, I forgave him, but like, all in all, I really was holding on to it, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, that was, that was the biggest family death that happened while I was in. Yeah. So. Uh, so, so this is my last question. My last question about this. So you retire, right? Yes. You retire. You walk away, you go ashore. Yeah. Right, right after you go ashore, this is, a, this is a fantasy situation. Right after you go ashore, you go into a room and then that room they like this. Hey, Tish, 20 years removed from your first day joining, you got an option. You go through this door and you can see yourself um, standing outside of your first ship. You can see yourself standing outside of your first ship. Duty you station or ship? Go- Duty station. Sorry. <laughs> My bad. My bad. <laughs> so standing outside the door, your first duty station, you got an mm-hmm. option to go tell yourself something. You got an option to go have a conversation with yourself. Do you take that option? Or what? Or not take it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, take yeah. it or not take it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I would definitely take it. it. So you do take it. I would you definitely talk take to it. Yourself. Mm-hmm. What do you tell yourself? I think I would tell myself to figure out who I am. Because I feel like I went through a large majority of my career not really knowing who I was, Mm -hmm. um, like who to the core, Tisha, (laughs) our Tisha, (laughs) like knowing to my core who that was. And so I think because of that, it kind of made me very like, you know, sway with the wind and kind of, I was a chameleon for a long time, a long time. I got my identity from who I was around. Mm. Um, and so I feel like had I had a better grip on who I was, um, and trying to like learn who I was earlier, then I think, um, I would be a much better person now and a better leader and better mother, better, you know, spouse, everything, better friend. I think I I would be a completely different person. Like I'm figuring all that out now, even still, like it's a, you know, it's a, it's a journey. Um, I'm forever exploring who I am. Um, and the person that I am now, now that I know more about who I am and what I like, what I don't like, and like really loving myself a lot more, 
now that I see who I am, I'm like, dang, if I was that way back then, yeah, it would have been a wrap. <laughs> Yeah, it would have been a, it would have been a, like, it, it would have yeah. been a wrap. I would have been, I could have avoided a lot of bullshit. Yeah, but you know what they say: youth is wasted on a young. <laughs> youth is wasted on a young. We learn these lessons right through life, man. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I'll never like, you know, I don't regret anything though. All, all, yeah, all the yeah. things that I went through that you know got me here. I don't, I don't regret it. I just wish yeah. if I could go the, back and yeah, yeah if if yeah. I could open that I door and be like, yo, <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah, I would have told myself the same thing. Like, be yeah. unapologetically you. If it's yeah. not comfortable to you, if it's not this or that to you, yeah, do it. You know, be unapologetically mm-hmm. you. Yeah, you know, sometimes I would feel like I was caught in between two mm-hmm. worlds. You know? Right, but I don't want to get into that. Very, um, very myself. And then I, um, I feel like had I been unapologetically me, then certain situations I would have responded differently. For instance, the one um, where I talked about the the officer that would be like rapping when he came up, when yeah, he came yeah, up to yeah. talk to me, I would have handled that so much differently had I not like been the person that was like very timid and didn't want to like I I felt too much about like not rocking the boat and not speaking my mind and allowing people to just like walk over me yeah so yeah Yeah. hey I want to be the first to say this though Tish Uh, congrats on 20 years man congrats there I go I hit the clap button I hit the clap Two button. Two days a ago, minute you hit ago, the clap button. And I the was claps like, ain't start. You know what I mean? I, I definitely hit the clap button. <laughs> and the clap didn't start. It, it, it's so still like came. Here we go. Yeah, there we go. I told y'all. Congrats <laughs> on 20 years. The clap still ain't gone. Ain't, ain't <laughs> but 20 years of military service, first off, right? That's it, right yeah. there. 20 years of military service. Yeah. 20 years of successful military service. But mm-hmm. well, what they say about your boy Obama, 20 years of military service without no scandals. <laughs> without no scandals. <laughs> without no bad shit. You know, and maybe you did have a scandal or two of those. But hey, just congrats. Yeah, I got a couple of some like, skeletons in the closet. <laughs> yeah, just, hey, look, you did it. You know what I mean? It's uh, yeah. your week to have fun, celebrate, do you, let your hair down, whatever they say. Have a good time. I honestly, we, for any listener, like I've never met like Tish in person. Like we kind right. of, uh, do all this stuff digital. I wish I could be there with you, take a shot. Um, um, unfortunately, I can't, but I can't wait to hear about everything after. But uh, thanks for uh, having this open, honest conversation uh, with me, uh, this Absolutely. dialogue. And um, thank you for uh, giving 20 years of your life, yourself, uh, the wins, the losses, the losses mm-hmm. of family members, divorce now and everything like that. Thanks for everything that you did in service to your country. You know what I yeah. mean? In service to your country uh, in this military thing. I appreciate it. You know, yeah. I'm sure your people, your junior sellers, your mentors, and everybody else appreciate you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So have fun at your retirement ceremony. Definitely. And you know, I want to give a shout out to my kids. Because they've been rocking with me. They don't took the short end of the stick a whole bunch of times. I ain't gonna cry. Uh-uh. Um, they had to take the short end of the stick. They had to be without me. Um, I had been... Sailor mom is not always the easiest thing. Um, I found one at one point in life, 
um, I found out that I was chief. Here they go. So. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Yo. Hey, there the claps go. There they go. They came. This uh, is erratic as hell. Yeah, like I, I, I figured out at one point that I was chief in that work and then I was coming home and I was chief in my kids. Yeah. And because it was hard to kind of switch switch that off when I got home because like I'm mom and like, you know, I'm I'm everything at home. Um yeah. and so I was not giving my kids like the care and, and compassionate me. I was just always very militant. <laughs> yeah. And and um and very like, okay, I, I got to do this. I got to do Like I'm getting home and I still have a laundry list of tasks that I got to do, especially when I was trying to like start my business and everything like that. And so once again, I kind of told my kids like, hey, self-sufficient time again. Like it's time for y'all to, mm. you know, work it out because I'm trying to do some things, make some move and shake. And yeah. um, they, they've been there with me. They've been patient. Um still loving and you know they've experienced their share of like hardship right along with me you know mm-hmm. and uh I'm, I'm I'm really grateful for those jokers because I don't think that I could have had as much like umph and like that will to like keep going and stay in it and how do I be better and all of that if I didn't have them so at the shut end up, of the day, if I ain't had nothing young. else, I had them little munchkins. <laughs> shout out, shout out to the young boys, man. And again, 20 years, 20, 20. years. I'm not the one you think I am, brother. Telling you. I will take 20 years of the military and beat your ass. You understand me? Telling you. <laughs> at least that one came on on time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And for the listeners, man, thank y'all for listening. We hope you yeah. enjoyed this audio, this Navy audio Navy experience audio. that yes. is no way connected to the DOD or any of its damn components, right? Right. Let's say that. But uh, thank y'all. I appreciate y'all, Tish. Um, have a good weekend. Have a you good too. retirement. Me, I'm going to go see Little Mermaid. Have a good time. Thank everybody. This was just great. Warm yeah. my heart.